wrestling fans, and welcome to the Wrestle Talk Podcast. For the next two hours, we will bring you the latest pro wrestling news, in-depth analysis of all your favorite promotions from across the globe, and much, much more. We will also bring you exclusive interviews with the greatest professional wrestling personalities on the local, national, and international levels. If you want to follow the Wrestle Talk podcast, check us out online at www.wrestletalkpodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. And now, it's time for the reigning, defending, undisputed leader in pro wrestling podcast, the Wrestle Talk Podcast. Good evening, wrestling good, fans, and welcome good evening. to the Wrestle Talk. Good evening, wrestling fans, and welcome to episode 410 of the world famous Wrestle Talk podcast. My name is Big Sexy, the Road Dog, Chris Rodell, coming to you from the St. Louis area, rocking out the St. Louis Cardinal gear, getting ready for the playoffs. Uh, we got two great guests coming up tonight. We've also got some uh, hot wrestling talk because. Uh, Luckily, there's been nothing going on here in the world of professional wrestling in the last 24 to 48 hours to uh, to talk about. I'm just kidding. We have a whole lot to talk about. So I can't do this alone, and it's going to be my pleasure to welcome in my co-host, compadre, me, hermano, all that good stuff for the evening. Ladies and gentlemen, it's one of the OGs of the WTP. It's the Night Owl, Renee Martinez. Renee. <laughs> Que pasa, que pasa, que pasa, loyal members of the Wrestle Talk family. Road Dog, we are back, baby. We four are ten, back. 410. Four ten. Every time that number goes up one, you just have to probably sit there and go, man, when we when I first was on it, it's like, you know. And I think Luke looked it up. I think we were like on episode, like me and Luke's first appearance as guests were like episode like in the, like the, double digits it wasn't like yeah like anything. the teens or the early yeah. 20s or something like that well you know what i i can't reminisce back that far because my memory just doesn't work that well uh by the way thank you guys for the likes thank you guys for the shares thank you guys for the shout outs uh we'd be happy to shout you out if you have a comment for us and if you want to join us shoot us a message and we'll shoot you the link and you can join us for the upcoming high spot segment but bro just even thinking back to episode 300 we had paul orndorff on the show Okay, we had ACH on the show, and uh, I believe we had one other Hall of Famer on the show that day. For whatever reason, his name is escaping me. But, bro, we're already into the 400s. I mean, right. it's absolutely crazy. And the only show that I can personally speak to that makes me just as excited as this one is 10 episodes from now when we're doing episode 420. <laughs> for obvious mm-hmm. reasons you know what i'm saying if, if you, you know, know if you if you know you know if you know you know that is a fact well road dog we got a lot to cover again thank you guys for being here participating on episode 410 of the wrestle talk podcast we already have members of the fwwc in the house thank you for checking in and, appreciate and george is you, in the house did baby. you say didn't you say there was a way i caught the show last week when these it comes up with these facebook users yes. there's a way there's a way to get that so you can get your name on there so we can give you give you full credit for it 
Yeah, absolutely. So uh, shout out to you, Luchador. Thank you for being here. Longtime supporter of the WTP. So this this is, I think, what you were alluding to. Guys, yes. if you're watching us in a private group, if you go back up to the original post and there's a permission uh, link, hit that link, give StreamYard permission, and that way we know who you are. Or you can just tell us who you are, like our buddy Devin James uh, is letting us know right now. The captain. Arr! All right. Uh, also, yes, bro, episode 420 is going to be litty, baby, litty, for sure. Well, Road Dog, lot to cover here tonight. We can't waste any time, so I'm going to no, go. go ahead. And- I mean, it's not like anything's big's happened in the last 24 Oh, no, yeah, not uh, at all. Know. And here's here's what's crazy. Tonight's episode of the High Spot segment may be our best ever with everything that's going on. But we can't get there. Without doing two things. Number one, giving kudos to the loyal members of the Wrestle Talk family and also giving kudos to all of our wonderful sponsors. Road Dog, take it away. Uh, I'd like to thank our friends at Royal Mills Transportation, Transportation, the CEO, Dewan Mills, Rathbun Engraving, that beautiful Wrestle Talk podcast mug, Nobleman's Barber Shop, and KC Mo. Ask for Pete the Barber. I need to get to, I need to get into a barber shop here. I don't know if I can drive all the way to Kansas City. Really looking like a chia pet King, right now, right there. I think. King, King K Arcade at Ark, Oak Park Mall. Everything Combat. Our friends, the UFC Hall of Famer Pat Militich and the one and only Jay Hollywood, Jeffrey Wilson. I seventy Sports Media with Jeremy Carp, the one and only Maestro, and the one and only the world famous FWWC. That's right. And of course, mega shout out to our newest sponsor that'll be included in the ticker as early as next week. Little Popeye Designs, responsible for these glorious Wrestle Talk podcast tumblers. Same price, five extra bucks to have your name engraved on it. And we can have it to you in as little as two weeks. All you got to do is give us a shout, man. We'll get you taken care of, whether it be the tumbler or the mug. You can double dip like your boy, the Night Owl. Either way, both drinks, whatever you put in the mugs, Rodell, scientifically proven by our scientists, of course, to make everything you put in it 17.5% more delicious. It's 17.5% more delicious. So, so does that so that go with the uh, Tumblr too? Is it, yeah. is it both of them? Both of yeah. them? Yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, they're hey, both honey. equal quality. And here's the thing too, and I'm not trying to run down anybody's merch or nothing like that, but bro, this is going to last you a lot longer than a t-shirt, Okay. It's going to last you a lot longer than a wristband. It's not going to get dusty like a poster. You can use it everywhere you go. These tumblers are fantastic. They are Yeti quality, okay? Yeti quality is what the tumblers are. And these bar and these mugs are bar quality, man. You really can't beat it. Just like everything else we do here on the Wrestle Talk podcast, big sexy, top-notch, but, top but quality not, to the best you, of our you, ability. You can get the you can get the mug engraved, but you don't necessarily have to put your name on it if you don't want nope. to. I mean nope. if you if you're just happy with the logo, you can just rock with the logo. Ain't nobody mad at you, bro. Right. I mean, yeah, we got we got we got to get some of those. We got we, I, I got to I got to talk to you about that. Get some of those. Get some of those in here because I, I, I could use a new tumbler. So well, let's, yeah, let's make it happen, bro. You know, it all goes back into the same pot. So there's nothing wrong with that. OK, so I got to do it to you. Fucking Facebook user number two. Listen carefully. <laughs> Go back up to the post. Click the link at the bottom. And allow permission, because if you want us to bring you on, it'd be really great if we knew who the hell you were. It's literally up in the instructions. I know reading isn't everyone's strong suit, but I mean, come on, make a little bit of an effort. Jeez, Louise, you want to come on? You want to call the Night Owl a goon, and we don't even know who you are? Shame on you, in the words of Dak Draper. Now, with the NWA, how cool 
is that? And and, and these Facebook users running here like conquistadors used to run run around in the WWE. You didn't know how many people there were. You know, they're trying to bully you. Well, that's what it is. That's what it is. These freaking Facebook users are kidding. Uh, oh, of course it's it, of course it's Kenny Zombie Jones. Kenny, again, I know reading isn't your strong suit, but click approve so we know who the hell you are. And also, if you want to come on the show, you're always welcome. I just explained how that goes. And if you want to come on as a featured guest and hit me up, and we you know we can make it happen, Captain. We just got a full slate, Rodell. We got a lot of people that want to join us, that want to participate. And here in just a matter of moments, how and this is how exciting it is. Our boy Josh Fields is going to be joining us. He runs a promotion down in Georgia. He's not scheduled to be here, but he said, hey, Night I want to come on. I'm not going to Facebook user you. Holla at your boy. And as soon as he comes on, we're going to throw him on. I mean, bada bing, bada boom. Do you know what I mean? I know Sonny's not, not here. But that's right. I mean. I mean, how many cups of coffee do you think Sonny's had today? Uh, I'm not really sure, but I was getting ready. I told him, I said, bro, I said, we were actually getting ready to, like, start this, like, coffee ticker. And and it's going to accompany this question. So every time that Sonny has a cup of coffee, it's just going to kind of fill up on the screen. <laughs> and by the end of the show, the whole screen is going to be blocked off. We won't be we won't be able to be seen. But you no, know. we'll just like be peeking behind the coffee mugs and stuff, like trying to make sure people can see us on the screen. Uh, but with that said, Road Dog, you've hit the sponsors. Okay, we've said hello to everybody. You guys are all welcome to join. You know what to do? Send us a message. We'll send you the link. You can come on or keep dropping them comments in the comment section, and we'll give you some love. You heard me. With all that, I believe it is time to do what we always do about this time, Road Dog. And I do hope you're ready because I know I am. Ladies and gentlemen, we ask you to respectfully remove your caps, no matter how beautiful it may be, as we. Like we always do, honor the greatest country on God's green earth, and that's America, damn it. Okay, I really hope the loop isn't on. Okay, yeah, the loop's not on. Thank goodness. Shout out. Missouri is in the house. Kansas is in the house. Uh, Who else is in the house? I saw Topeka in the house. Uh, We got Virginia and West Virginia in the house. We got Baltimore in the house. Oh, my gosh. Got a lot of different places in the house. Kenny Kenny Jones fixed his his whole uh, Facebook user problem. He's a, he's a zombie. My man's only working with half a brain. We can't blame him. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my favorite referee or one of my favorite referees. You know, you, between you and the GOAT ref, bro, I got a lot of favorite refs. Uh, <laughs> shout out to you guys for being here. And again, my Facebook user friends, make sure to go to the top of the post. Hit approve so we can see who you are, who you are. Okay, now we are going to have Josh Fields join us in just a moment. But I'm going to lay out the first high stop, uh, spots topic after we hit the music. And then we'll go ahead. Okay, Belleville, Illinois in the house. Awesome, brother. Awesome, brother. Uh, but I'm going to lay that out first. And again, Facebook users, hit approve at the top of the post if you want us to know who you are. On that note, Road Dog, we got a lot to cover here today. And it wouldn't be a Wrestle Talk podcast high spots segment without the appropriate music. Oh, we got so, we to we hit it. DJ Money. Go, hit the intro, baby. 
Oh shit! You're gonna make me hit the. I'm sorry. I was not. I was not prepared for that. No, no. I'll hit the intro. Oh, okay. Introduce you. You intro gotcha. the intro. Okay. Sorry. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, got <laughs> All right. Let's do our, our one of our favorite segments of the week. It's the Russell Talk Podcast High Spot segment. DJ Money, take us away. Mic check. Mic check. Yeah. All right. All right. Russell Talk Podcast. get you ready for high spots i don't know what does indeed indeed and guess what road dog we have a very special guest for this week's edition of the high spot segment he's going to be joining us in just a matter of moments but first things first guys i'm going to go ahead and lay it out there to you tonight's episode is called scrum for a lot of reasons, but we're going to kick it I've off. I've never heard the word scrum so many times over the last 48 <laughs> hours than I have after this. All right, but but you do like the title, right? I can't I do like the title. put that all the by title, myself. Title, I, <laughs> Here's the question, and we're going to let Josh tackle it first before we get into the Q show he's got coming up. He's only going to join us for a couple of moments, but we got to get his thoughts on this before he plugs away. He is going to be joining us next week as a full-fledged guest. So if you don't get enough of Josh Fields, who could ever get enough of Josh Fields? We're going to have him back on for a full-fledged segment next week. But here he comes, Josh, baby. Okay, all right, all right. You, you got us in the old-fashioned mode. Okay, there we go. All right, here's the question. Sorry. No, no, no worries, bro. No, hey, I like the cleansing gear, though, looking fresh. All right, what do you make of the all-out media scrum getting more attention than the pay-per-view itself? Take that question as you will. Josh, give us your thoughts. Oh, man, you put me on the spot here. I wasn't expecting this one. Come on, you got to be um, ready. I heard Georgia boys are quick with the trigger. Let's go. <laughs> well, here's my thing. Until it's proven otherwise, a work is a work. And until, until you tell me that's not a work or until it's proven it's not a work, it's always a work. Okay, so you're saying it's a work, and and I know that's been a big debate, but I want to I want to lock in on the question specifically, uh, Josh. Do you think it's a good or a bad thing that people are talking more about the scrum than they are the pay per view? Because what you're selling is the pay per view, right? The scrum was free for everybody on YouTube, if I understand that correctly. So, is is this something that could be or should be seen as a positive or a negative? Well, here's here's the promoter hat. If you're talking about me the next day and the next day, that's all that matters. All you're talking about is AEW, AEW, and the WWE had their clash at the castle on Saturday. No one's talking about that. So mission accomplished. Mm, Strong, strong take there by our boy Josh. Rodell, before we get into the upcoming show this Saturday, what are your thoughts on that, bro? Are you okay with the fact that the scrum's getting more attention than the pay-per-view? Because I think Josh makes a great point. I mean, I guess I guess I was always told that any publicity is good publicity publicity, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. But but this this is 
this is going into a whole thing that man there's gonna be legal there could be legal things that happen because of this and i mean it's been reported that a steals already been let go um i've been following twitter because i have a feeling that aew is kind of one of those people that would release something during nxt tonight so you know to to overshadow NXT, which, I mean, I really can't say that I blame them for doing that, but, you know, I mean, right now NXT's got your your your, your favorite wrestler, Nikki A.S.H., on the show, so. Um. <laughs> ah, no, thank you. No, thank you. All right, so just so we can see you a little bit better, Josh, I'm going to go ahead and throw you the full screen mode there. Let's jump right in to this upcoming Saturday. I know we're going to talk results and all that this upcoming Tuesday, but drop it on us, baby. What do you got going on? You were so excited. You hit me up. You're like, yo, Renee, I want to come on the show. I have a big announcement. People need to know about this. So tell us about what you got going on this coming Saturday, man, please. So we have our IWE show here in Augusta, Georgia, this Saturday, bell time at 7 p.m. Doors open at 6 p.m. Anyone in the, the Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina area, I'm telling you it's well worth the drive. We have Cruel of MLW versus Joe Black for the IWE Heavyweight Championship. We have Chalance Royal versus Lindsey Snow for the IWE Women's Championship. And we have Exotic Youth versus All-Star Special for the IWE Tag Team Championship. Plus a lot more matches. It's loaded with the best talent in Georgia, South Carolina, here in the Southeast. And... As people always know, you never know what's going to happen at an IWE show. So, come one, come all. All right. Well, quick question for you, uh, Josh. So, IWE, how long have you been running the promotion? How long have you been active? For those that don't know. Uh, me and Timothy Blackman has been running this here. I, I was shocked when I looked at my timeline. We're almost been running for four years. Wow, man. And and so, you say four years. Is that including the pandemic? Well, you would I would say three plus plus the pandemic because we only got to run one show that year. So, but you came back. You know, a lot of pay places that started off pre-pandemic never made it back. So, congratulations to you, man, for powering through that. That's a big deal. Yeah. So for when we came back from the pandemic, we had about 120 to 130 people at our show. For the last probably two or three shows, we've been averaging 280 to 300. So. It's starting to catch on here, and I'm very proud of the product we're putting on. Well, I absolutely love to hear that, man. Drop the info on us one more time. Where's the show taking place? Where can get they get tickets, and why do their asses need to get down there? Well, once again, the show is uh, this Saturday at 7 p.m. at the American Legion. You can find all of our information on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at IWE Pro or IWE Pro Wrestling on Instagram. All the information is there. If you want to search me out on Facebook, you can send me a message and I'll get you the ticket link. But like I say, you know, you can purchase tickets at the door and you will not be disappointed. If you look at our product for the last two years, we have been setting the house on fire. We believe it. Josh, we will see you again next week here on the Wrestle Talk podcast. We're going to talk all about the results. We'll get into some more pro wrestling shenanigans, man. You be safe out there. Okay, bud. Yes, sir. Thank you. all Again, guys, that's IWE Pro. Make sure you give this man a follow. And if you're down in the dirty, dirty, if you're down in the dirty, dirty, make sure you go see my boys and tell them that the Wrestle Talk Podcast sent you. Uh, Rodog, we ain't done with this topic. No, we yet. no, no, we can't. We have to talk more about this because um, I'm actually, you know, uh, apparently Punk's side of the story is starting to come out. Uh, Punk's side uh, of the story. 
Let's bro, see. we literally heard the whole his. Did we not just hear his whole side of the story? Or yeah, is well, there something amiss? Let's see. Report uh, took place backstage. Uh, I, I'm reading this real time. The sources state that after the scrum where Punk went off on Adam Page uh, and and the EVPs, because apparently Punk, uh, if if I remember right, Punk said that the EVPs of uh, AEW aren't fit to run a Target store. Which <laughs> that kind of... <laughs> I love that. That was that was one of my favorite, bro. And you know, as soon as I heard him say that, there's only one thing that came to my mind, bro. I was like, Gotti, Gotti. I was like, I have these drops in my brain already. So when stuff happens, I immediately go to the drops. I don't know. I'm gonna share something though, and I want you to comment on it. I hear that it's already been debunked. That's fine, guys. We're not obsessed uh, with being 100% accurate. We're just reporting stuff as it comes out. But this statement was issued. Again, it had been debunked. But this is spreading like wildfire. And for those who can't see it, I'll go ahead and read it. It says, we have decided to make an official statement regarding the situation against Phil, uh, connected with Phil Brooks and uh, Stephen Waltz. AEW can confirm the information uh, given about what happened is all true. Unfortunately, as resulted in Stephen leaving the company, we wish him the best of his career. Okay, so somebody fabricated this. It's actually not legit. We were able to debunk that. But here's the reason that I bring it up anyway. Rodell, what is the appropriate way of handling this? You could say that Hangman was standing up for his friend, but he went off the cuff. He went off the script and went into business for himself the way that CM Punk uh, uh, alluded to in the script. But, but did from from Punk do the exact it? same thing afterward? I mean, is like two wrongs make a right? Help me out here, Rodell. I'm trying to. But yeah, I, I think the thing, Hangman Page wasn't even in the arena during the scrum because he wasn't scheduled for the scrum. He wasn't scheduled for the afterwards. Uh, knowing Pat and Page, yes, he he was not there. Uh, FTR wasn't there, so it was it was the Bucks and Kenny Omega who approached CM Punk and Ace Steel was in in the room and his wife was in the room and I think that's what us. Just the way the aggressiveness that they went into it with. I mean, don't get me wrong. The Bucks and Omega aren't in the right either. Okay, they there there has to be something for them too. They they weren't in the right. However, Ace Steel knocked out one of the, the young Bucks. I don't know which one it was. Um, I heard and, he was biting people. And, and, that, and, and I believe he, truth to that? He, uh, uh, from what I heard, he may have bit Kenny Omega in the hand. And I don't know. I don't, and apparently a chair was thrown. <laughs> I, I mean, which, which makes me think of, if you remember when Roman was facing Braun and uh, Roman was running after running towards Braun and Braun yeeted the chair at him. Yeeted uh, the chair. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, um, but. I don't think I, I've heard anybody in their forties ever wor- use the word yeeted. So well, kudos to you, Rodell. Kudos to you. But uh, but I mean, this is this is going to be Tony Khan's nut up or shut up moment. I mean, this is, he's he's got to be the boss on this one. He he can't. I know he wants to be friends with with all the wrestlers and you know be cool with that. But he's got to there. Something's got to happen if. From what I saw, several AEW wrestlers have said that they don't know how Punk can survive this. Um, so, I mean, I, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what what. I think Punk may, Punk may be gone. 
uh, Ace Steel's apparently already been gone. But you also have to suspend the Bucks and the and Kenny Omega for the way they handled it. They're EVPs. They should they should know a little bit better. I mean, I know they're sticking up for their friend, but still, no, you you, you got you, you're you're an EVP for a reason. Um, not only does this man dress exceptionally well, Drew Chandler, aka Ref Pinky, with a strong take here. He's kind of saying, and, and I read the if you guys have read the last couple of comments uh, from uh, Drew Chandler here, he says that everybody's at fault. Punk's one hundred percent right. He's one hundred percent wrong. Uh, you know, told a lot of facts, but totally unprofessional. And then Tony Khan not like stepping in there. And speak of unprofessional, right? Like, and this may be a petty thing, but you're supposed to be addressing the media. From what we saw from the video given, no one even asked him about this, and he was like, "Let me go first. Let me go first. And not only did he start talking about it without anybody asking him Rodell at least from what we were able to see the man is stuffing his effing face the entire time drinking soda doing all kinds of stupid shit and I'm like dude you're the top guy in this company somebody kind of sort of beat you at your own game because let's be honest and and I'm gonna go single screen because I know I'm gonna get some some heat for this Rodell has there ever been a wrestler less capable of getting over under the guise of a storyline than CM Punk. I mean, I have never seen somebody that has to dig so deep into the shoot bag to get his shit over. Every memorable promo that CM Punk has ever done has been a effing shoot. Can this guy stay in character at all? Is CM Punk even a character? It's not, and that's why he couldn't succeed to the level that he wanted to succeed in the WWE, because if he's not shooting, he can't do what he does. I mean, and, I know, and I know that there's a certain percentage of everybody that says, well, in order to really be successful, you have to like, just be yourself and turn it up to hundred percent. But bro, every time he gets his shit over, it's because he's breaking kayfabe and he's throwing people under the fucking bus. Okay. And I'm sorry to say it. If you're a great professional, you don't need to do shit like this to get over. You know who hasn't broken kayfabe and packed 60,000 people into Wales? Roman effing Reigns. Roman Reigns hasn't had to shoot on anybody, okay, to be able to generate the numbers and to lead the, the, the pro wrestling world in merchandise sales. To me, it speaks to CM Punk's lack of wrestling ability the guy talks great shit take it from a guy that enjoys talking his fair share of shit but dude do you always have to shoot and over to get your shit over to me that speaks to a lack of confidence and a lack of talent and then comparing everything to wwe calling mjf uh wannabe miz and shit, shit, here, shit, shit, shit like that and maybe maybe just maybe what eddie kingston has said about him from back in the day when Eddie Kingston was in locker rooms with him on the independent scene, uh, maybe maybe everything is maybe everything we've heard about him is right. I mean, I, it was kind of little, it was kind of childish. He's like, oh, Scotty Scott Scott Goldman or whatever. Uh, um, no, uh, not Scotty Gold, but there's uh, a bank account with his with his mother. I mean, what the hell? What does that have Bro, to do? Bro, come on, man. He, and he even mentioned her. I think he mentioned her by name, Rodell. Right. Yes. I think he. I think he mentioned her by name. And and again, anybody watching on a private group, please go back to the post uh, where everything's typed out. Hit that link and hit approve so we see who you are. If you're in a private group trying to uh, participate in the show, we want to know who you are. So make sure you hit that link and allow Streamyard to show your profile. And by the way, I have gotten two separate private messages 
Dale Springs will be joining us in about five minutes, okay? He's in the green room. He's enjoying a delicious meal right now. He'll be joining us. We got him his sparkling water. Okay, we got him his sparkling water, some brand new golf balls. The man is happy. He's enjoying himself. He'll be joining us in just a matter of moments. Let's see what uh, Drew is coming back with now. He's saying, I've been saying the exact same stuff about Punk for years. I'll be surprised if Punk might have a slander case against him. That's pretty good. <laughs> that is pretty good. I mean, listen, not just because we, we're on the same page here, but Rodell, it's just one of those things like it's unprofessional. First of all, these guys are 15 and 20 years younger than him. So would you, okay, say like, say I'm, I'm 35, right? Would I be sitting here having this kind of argument with a 15 year old? It's like, it's like me having an argument with a teenager as if we were on the exact same level. I'm a grown man. I have my own children, bro. I'm not going to get into this kind of argument with kids, bro. And number two, the Adam Page promo Rodell was three months ago. It was three months ago, bro. He had the title left, came back at the title again, and he still got this at the top of his mind. Guess who was, guess who was talking about this? No one, no one was talking about this. And when he went out there, a couple weeks ago when he called out uh, Adam Page, no one in the back knew that was happening. They're kind of like going, "What? Adam Page isn't even here, I don't think. And I don't even think he was in the building at that time. And and then to top everything off, apparently because of the, the altercation, CM Punk may be hurt again. Wow. And he was man. found in the trainer's room afterwards. Wow. Wow. That's disappointing. Because if Tony Khan needs- doesn't strip... Some repercussions. Punk, punk of the title. And don't go to stupid interim champions. Interim champions. Hey, that, hey, it's still better than Vacant. I got to be honest. Well, um, Vacant's, Vacant's been around for a while. He's, he's, put, Vacant, some, he's, he's, he's put some undefeated. He's put some work in here. Let, let, let's, <laughs> let's, let's, be, let's be honest with you. So, All right, I mean, guys. I, I just I, – I, there and and like I said, Kenny Omega and the Bucks aren't in the right – 100% in the right either. So – they might need to be suspended. Apparently, from what a couple of the writers have said, that everyone involved in the altercation will not be at Dynamite this this week, and they've had to rearrange some things. They're bringing they're, right. so had, now the fans pay the price. So that that's so what they're telling us. Apparently, Moxley and Jericho weren't supposed to be on Dynamite this week, but they're being brought in apparently to TV for to cover. But I don't know. I just. Okay, well, let's let's catch our breaths on this one. And we will ask Dale Springs about this. He's going to be joining us here in about three minutes, guys. So hang tight. For those of you guys that are, that are waiting for the best swing in the business, he's going to be joining us in about three minutes. Bear with us now. But let's move on to our next high spots topic, guys. And, and we're still willing to talk about this with you guys. And we'll continue to talk about it throughout the remainder of the show. But there's something else that happened this weekend. Uh, to be specific, last night. And it was a the biggest return ever. Okay, that's what they're billing it as. Not because it's the biggest name ever, because it's the biggest man ever, the one and only, the monster among men. Braun Strowman came back, Rodell. Let me go ahead and read this question off the board. It says, does Braun returning to WWE spell the end of CYN? And for those who don't know what CYN is, that's control your narrative, something that was started by Braun Strowman, EC3. A lot of guys that you know, a lot of guys that I know are a part of the organization now, and they've been doing some pretty phenomenal things in the business, kind of cutting their own path, creating their own lane. What do you think 
this says about the future of CYN. Let's let's look at two to three years in the future. Rodell, does this negatively or positively affect that promotion? I don't think CYN will be around for in, until the end of the year, to be honest with you, because it was basically, I mean, you, you might be able to, because you did see EC3 uh, debut on NWA, so maybe they can use the control your narrative get, uh, stable on NWA, but as a as a standalone promotion, yeah, I don't think so. I mean, and our our friend, our friend we've interviewed before, Kurt Gannon was on, got gets is getting a shot in the NWA, so that that's that's cool for him. So I don't know. I don't think I don't think as a standalone promotion, it'll be around anymore. Okay, and you know what, man? I'm gonna go ahead and take the complete opposite side of that opinion. I believe that we haven't seen Adam Schur do any CYN stuff for now a substantial amount of time, and they continue to make huge waves, including having their top star participate in the NWA. Now, are they ever going to be the NWA? Are they ever going to be AEW or WWE? Not necessarily, but I think there's definitely a market for it. And, Rodell, look at their roster. Tino Valentino. They've got Kurt Gannon. They got Leo Fox. The list goes on and on and on with the talent that they've brought in. I can't imagine as long as the funding and the support is there, not only from the fans, but from the talent themselves, I think they can't help but be successful. You know why? Because you know where we've heard zero drama, zero nonsense, and zero bullshit? CYN. Since they came on the scene, Rodell, they've been done nothing except support the business, uh, uh, kind of take the baton and move it forward because they are something different than anybody else. And again, it's not just about the big names. CYN is bigger than Braun Strowman, AKA Adam Schur. It is bigger than EC3. And I personally think that they're going to continue to gain momentum because again, Braun hasn't necessarily been active with them for the last couple of weeks, if not months, and they're still continuing to make news. So I'm optimistic that they're going to do just fine. Are they going to grow exponentially? I'm not sure. But if they're able to weather the storm, I think they're going to come out of this thing stronger than ever. And those are the thoughts of the night out. Do you want to counter or are we good? I think, I, I mean, I, I I guess more wrestling isn't a bad thing because it gives some of our friends that we know places to 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 hone their craft and everything. So wrestling isn't bad. It just... I, I don't I don't know. I've never been to a CYN show, so I don't know. Um I know they had Austin Aries of in 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 that group too, and I'm not a huge Austin Aries fan, just some of the things I've heard in in the past. So but I mean if if they can if they can keep going, let them keep going. I mean EC three seems to be pretty smart, but is EC3 going to go back to Impact maybe or stay with the NWA? But that's or... the beauty of it, bro. They can go and continue to be active in CYN. That's what makes it special that they're not hog tying guys to one specific promotion. I think that's one of the reasons. Shout out to Big Country. Checking us out from the great state of Kansas. It's Lawrence to be specific. Um, I think that's part of the reason <laughs> that they're going to have some great longevity. of Kansas. Right, right. Hey, hold on a second, bro. You got St. Louis gear on. I got Chiefs gear on, okay? So let's try to keep the peace here, Rodell. Things do not need to get violent between you and me right now. They don't, okay? Let's 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 all take it easy. Deep breath. Okay, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, the time has arrived, Rodell. You're going to have to take this away for me, baby, because you got an introduction to do. Our first featured guest of the evening is here. You'll do your introduction. We'll hit the music, and then we'll get right into it. Do your thing, baby. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's my pleasure to welcome on to the Russell to episode 410 of the Russell Talk podcast. He comes to you from uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Uh, he comes from the Bushwood Country Club. He's been around for four years. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Dale Springs. Now, you guys know in the back, know what to do, baby. Go ahead and hit that music. Worry about me. Why you got to What up? What up? Can't you awesome. just let it be? Hey. Hey. This song, this song, is the best new song I've ever heard. Do what you like. Huh. All right. For those that don't know, Dale, tell us what classic 80s movie. They would come to mind if somebody heard that song. It's the all-time classic Caddyshack, man. Caddyshack. <laughs> that fits perfectly. Um, are you a golfer in real life? Or I mean, I will say uh, I didn't really watch golf a lot, but once you know COVID happens, um, I had all that free time because you know you couldn't you couldn't get bookings. Right. Uh, so I, I really took the, the persona to heart, and I went and tried playing golf and really learning it on my own. And I'm fairly good for an amateur. I, I golf golf sales and golf club sales during COVID apparently went way up because it was something you could do outside and not and be able to distance yourself from people. Um, so so like like country clubs and everything killed it during COVID. Oh no doubt, dude. I was there like playing like once or twice a weekend sometimes three if i was lucky no doubt well dale i got a quick question for you you might have heard us talking about it as you were in the green room enjoying those delicious chicken wings man i know you're way on your way down uh to texas man doing some business um but we were talking about cyn everybody in the business has heard of these guys i think they're doing a phenomenal thing why don't you go ahead and kind of tackle that question as well and and as uh scott uh was that Larson is saying he believes that Braun going back to the E is actually going to put a broader spotlight on CYN. Just out of curiosity, man, do you think they'll be able to survive the loss of Adam Scherf? Uh, I, yeah, I do believe that they can totally move forward without him being there. And you never know that he might one day just randomly, you know, sport a CYN shirt coming down in the ring or maybe even bring up. In a promo, maybe say, like, you need to control your narrative. Like, basically, like, kind of play on words with it. Uh, but still, he's hyping it and just uh, put it out there to national television. Uh, but EC3 definitely has uh, a good understanding of the business and what he wants to do with CYN. And so I believe that with him now kind of just being the centerfold, in-charge guy, I think they'll be perfectly fine. Uh, as long as they, you know, keep their head on a swivel and keep doing what they're doing and uh, get a good fan base growing, I think they're going to do well. Well, you know what? I love to hear that, especially for someone that's active in the business. 
and, and Rodell, I know we were on the opposite sides of this topic, but I hope you're right, Dale, because um, there's plenty of fans to go around. And I think that with that additional publicity, Braun Strowman could potentially take this not only on a national level, but an international level with the fact that they travel. I mean, I think Crown Jewel is just a couple of months away, Ho, so who, you, who knows? Maybe he'll yeah. take that CYN banner all the way uh, across the world and it'll continue to grow and become a bigger and broader promotion. Uh, follow-up question to you, and it was something that we were discussing a little bit earlier, then we'll move on to a little bit of the stuff that you've got going on. The hottest right. topic in professional wrestling right now, we all know it. Tonight's episode is called scrum for a couple of different reasons, okay? Not all only right. not only does it reference those delicious chicken wings that you were eating. I was going to say, now I want some chicken wings. Exactly, bro. Hey, if you, you need to go get some. Hey, bro, if you ever come to KC, I'm going to take you to the peanut, bro. Best freaking wings ever, son. They are delicious. They're delicious. All right, I'm going to take you up on that. Come through, man. We'd love to have you here. So here's our question. Do you what do you make of the all out media scrum with CM Punk and Tony Khan getting more attention than the pay per view itself? What do you think? Uh, well, I didn't even get the chance to watch it because uh, I went to the dome, I went to the Superdome and watched that terrible LSU Florida State game and had my heart broken. Wait, so wait, you're was, an LSU guy? Yeah, I'm man. a Florida State guy. Oh, Lord. Don't shoot me, bro. Don't shoot me. <laughs> hey, no, remember, that... we had to deal with Jameis, bro. Jameis was stealing crab legs, okay? We we had a long way back to this point. You guys keep winning and winning. We're due. Yeah. We I'm, were a, due. I'm, a, I'm a Mizzou guy, so I'm an SEC guy, but I'm a Mizzou guy. So. Oh, dear goodness. Seriously? Oh, Lord. <laughs> uh, no, what do you think? Yeah, I, I didn't get to watch it, but I did get, you know, I follow a lot of accounts that uh, deal with the results and all that. Uh, first off, the, I feel – from what the match card was, way too long. Way too long of a match card. Okay. Too many matches. Um, but with the medium scrum, I, I do believe that Sam Punk <laughs> kind of went into business for himself at that point. And you and you were right. The guy, no one ever questioned him about uh, Cabana, but he just brought it up himself. I heard that there was someone in, in the media that he recognized – that was either like friends with Cabana or used that's to what it was. With Cabana. So that's what like sparked it. But again, I mean, he wasn't wrong in what he said. It's just the fact that how he did it, how he handled it, and the fact that he just randomly brought it up when it didn't need to be brought up. Uh, that I feel was totally uncalled for. Should Tony have kind of stepped in at that point and been like, "Bro, you know, let's let's uh let's 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 take a step back here. I don't know where you're going." Because you could see the look of fear kind of in his face the entire time Punk was talking. I'm like, "Um, bro, this is your company. You you want you want to you want to step in before this gets out." Before you get drawn into a lawsuit with Colt Cabana and and before you answer that, Dale, let me just say this: for as much shit as alpha male characters get, right? These days, if you're an alpha guy, they're going to yeah. give you shit. They're going to try to tell you you're you're toxic or whatever. Nobody in their goddamn mind would have ever done this shit if Vince was sitting next to them. Am I tripping? Oh, no. They would have no, never done this. Wouldn't. That's why you got to have an alpha at the top because nobody would have ever in their damn mind, not, not Stone Cold, not Hogan, not nobody would have ever pulled some shit like this if Vince McMahon was sitting next to them. That's just my thoughts. Oh, Vince, yeah. Vince McMahon would have probably decked him. He would have slapped the through. shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think he, 
No one would do that in front of Vince. Tony, I don't know. Tony might have been partially drunk or wasn't really even paying attention. Because even what he said, he kind of he kind of brought up WWE for no reason, and then kind of tried to flaunt his money, saying, "Oh, I have way more money than them." Like it's not an issue. I, I, I don't really believe that because I mean. He's comparing himself to Jim Crockett. He was comparing himself to Jim Crockett is what he was doing, not Vince McMahon. And it just – Tony's trying to be friends with everybody on the roster and not being a boss. This exactly. is this is, this is is the time he's going to need to step up as a boss. And, no, that's from, and that's from supervising people from for many, many of years. Is like there's a time where you can be friendly with people, but then – it comes to like, hey, we gotta sit down and talk about your work. So and talk about right. So well said. Well, Rodell, I'm gonna let you jump in here, and I'm gonna give you a jumping off point. I think you're gonna appreciate this. Um, so Dale, I'm about to pull up something on the screen here. Yep. Why don't you talk to us about UWO and shout out um, to Drake Gallows? I gotta say, one of my favorite guys in the business to watch work. Talk to us a little bit about this upcoming show. It's on September 10th, okay? Um, you know, Unified Wrestling Oklahoma putting on some badass shows. Talk to us about this show that you've got coming up, and do you know who you're facing yet? What can you tell us? Oh, so I did try to ask and try to get the little inside scoop of who I was facing, but alas, uh, I was not given that information yet. I will be in the next day or so. Uh, but me and Braxton Hunter, one of my good buddies, a uh, longtime rival, we're going to be going up there to Oklahoma for the first time uh, to work with them. And it was a deal that's been kind of in the works for like a year now. We met a guy at Dream Pond Wrestling uh, around here in the Waco area in Texas. Uh, we're on the show together. We're all talking, chit-chatting. He's like, hey, well, I run a show in Oklahoma. We all want to come up, get a car load going. We can do it. Uh, I was like, all right. But it, it, at that time, I just had way too many other bookings going on. So it, it wasn't able to do it in 2021. And 2022 comes and goes. Uh, I, I was like, I remember there was an Oklahoma promoter that I talked to. I was like, I got I to gotta go through my messages again and find him. Found him. I was like, hey, man, if you got any openings me and Braxton would love to come up uh here's our here's our raid and all that we uh got a good day going on so this weekend we're gonna go up there try to kick some ass get some hole in ones you know oh, <laughs> what's it like what's it like going into some place you've never wrestled before is it is it nerve-wracking is it like I mean what, what so, what's your thought picture yourself going to a brand new school and you walk in and everybody's like staring at you. They're like, who's this guy? Who's this guy coming in here? Uh, I think sometimes whenever you go somewhere new, that's like the first thing. They're like, people like stare at you and look at you differently until you warm up to them. So that happens sometimes. <laughs> Other times it's if I see, I know people on the card. I instantly go to them first, and then I guess the other people are like, oh, okay, well, he's cool with him. I guess he's cool overall. I'll talk to him. Uh, but other than that, uh, I, I like new places. It's kind, of, it's kind of like it's kind of like you walk in the door, and then everyone like stops and stares and like, who, who, who's this guy? Who's, who's, who's this guy? So, you, yeah. so you go, you go find the promoter, shake his hand, shake his hand, his or her hand. 
you go to uh, whoever's writing the show or whatever, and then you just start you just start making your rounds and be like, hey, I'm I'm new here. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Uh, it's, it's actually kind of hard to find a promoter on show day half the time. They're like always running around and stuff. Uh, so really, you, you just find them when the best chance is, and you say hello. Like there, there was one point I didn't see the promoter until like halfway through the show. <laughs> I was like, well, well, yeah. As you as you know, probably as a as being on, on wrestling shows, you know, the promoter and the booker can have all their stuff written out, and then someone's gonna have car trouble or or a kid gets sick and. That's why. That's why. If you ever go to a show and you're not on the show, you always take your gear because uh, you, you you never know. It'd be like, hey, we we need someone for maybe a five minute match or or te- you know we need a fill in or gotta be ready, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And, and and probably have a mask gimmick too, just in case because just you never in case. Know. <laughs> in case they need you twice. <laughs> that's dope. We need you with a scramble and we need you in the uh, you know, battle royal or the battle, battle royal <laughs> every damn time. Well, let, let me jump in here real quick, Rodell, because I do have another question. So I'm looking through your resume. You you've had an opportunity to work at some pretty elite promotions. I see you work CWF. I see you work Elevate Pro. I see you work New Level, and that you also trained uh, with a couple of pretty well known guys, uh, Benjamin Woods. And also, uh, gorgeous uh, Joey Jackson, man, talk to us. And I know you've been in the business close to five years now, man. Can you kind of take us back in time a little bit when you first got into the business? What what brought you in? And and uh, I guess what made you stay is what I'm curious about. Uh, well, I was an overweight 17-year-old kid coming out of high school, freshly out of high school. I've uh, never done that. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, and I've always loved wrestling. I actually did backyard wrestling with a bunch of my friends during my time in high school. Um, and wrestling was always a constant thing that I watched when I was younger, ever since I was like six years old. Uh, so one of them, one of the buddies was already training and he was like, hey man, you need to come up here. Elevate Pro, it's, it's good, man. A really good school. Uh, he was like, tell me how he's having a match soon. I was like, oh, that's cool, yeah. I might stop by. And so I told him, we talked again. I was like, yeah, I'll come one night. Uh, told him we'll come back. And so I graduated in, I think in July of 2017. I went there one night to one of his training sessions. And I really enjoyed it. I liked the trainer at the time. And I got hooked. So I said, hey, I'll, I'll sign tonight and start next week. And from then on, it, it was a, you know, like a dream come true type of thing. It got me in shape from where I was before. I wasn't really in the, the gym in high school. Um, so I, I dedicate my life to wrestling because of that. Um, and then actually giving gym the time that it needs. Uh, and, and Benjamin Woods, I give him all my respect. And, and Joey as well. Joey, I, I started going to in late 2021. Uh, he opened a little school in Crowley, Louisiana, which is like 20, 30 minutes out of Lafayette. Um, he's a great guy. And combined between them two, they have 40 plus years of experience. Um, so both of them, I, I give them all my, my praise and thanks for helping me and giving me the knowledge that I needed to be where I'm at. And I honestly don't 
see myself being where I'm at without them uh, in LMA Pro. And so I, I give all my gratitude to them. So, so I love that. So, love yeah. that humility, by the way. Go ahead, yeah. Chris. Uh, so um, taking back to your very – when you started in wrestling school, I always I like to always ask this of, of people is like there, there's there's an experience that you always you always have. It's that first time you take a, a back bump. Uh, and people have said it's like it's like the soul leaving your body, and um, is that is that what it felt like to you, or do you do you, <laughs> oh. do you, do you remember that feeling? Uh, yeah, it's it, honestly it still hurts ever so often. If I don't get time to get in the ring during the week, and I finally go like get prepared for a match on the weekend, I take that first bump. It's kind of still feels like that first time. It's kind of like, okay, I remember how this oh, feels. Yeah, like oh yeah, that's that's not my bed. That's that's not my back. <laughs> not my bed. bed. Uh, but yeah, it, that hitting the mat for the first time, like I was like, okay, well, this is for real. This ain't. And also, also hitting the ropes, hard. hitting the hitting the ropes too. I hear. I I've never trained for a wrestler, but uh, but oh, I yeah. I hear hitting the ropes is kind of a. It's it's very acquired. You 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 bruise really easily in that middle your core section. Oh, I had I had bruising all up and down my back for like months. Hitting ropes, constantly hitting ropes. It was it was ridiculous. Uh, sometimes I get that here and there, but your body just gets used to it, and and you adjust to any sort of ropes, whether it's the height or the style rope, and. Uh, even like the size of the ring itself, you just got to be able to adapt to it because not all rings are the same. Yeah, because r- rings are so rings are so different. It's not like it's not like you're landing on a trampoline out there. It, it really it really is hard. It's like it's like metal a metal frame with wood on top of it and metal bars running underneath it. If you're lucky, people there are pad- there's padding, but honestly, that padding is not. It, it's gym. It's usually gym yeah. mats or you know, uh, and a, and a canvas. So it just, it's, it's not like you're landing on soft pillows or anything. So, and every, and like you said, every ring is different. You have to get in there and, and check it out before you, before your match. Right. I mean, that, 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 that's key is like, cause some people may have really loose ropes and some, some promotions have really like tight ropes, you know, and, and Renee probably knows that from all the promotions he's been to all the, all the, the rope sizes and everything. What, what I'm gonna agree? I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. I, I respect the business too much. I've only actually gone inside the ring a few times as a ring announcer. I don't pretend to be a professional wrestler. I, I'm on the commentary side of things. I'm on the ring announcing side of things. I was an athlete in my in my youth, but I just never got the opportunity to pursue pro wrestling because I got into it a little bit late. So I'm not gonna pretend like I know. But what I can tell you is that our folks who watch the show are very much in tune with what goes on inside the ring. And for that reason, we're going to pop up a question for you. I was just going to say, bring up that question. Okay, got you. All right, so there you go. I don't know if you can read it, just in case you can't. Dale, what inspired you to do the golf gimmick? Good question. Appreciate it, Drew. That is a good question. Thank you, Drew. And hello as well, Drew. I know you said hello earlier. I didn't get to say hello back. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I didn't like golf at all. Not a slim chance. <laughs> uh, it actually got fallen into my lap. Um, 
after my original trainer and a couple of our buddies went to a Florida show and they were coming back home. And prior to the FaceTime call I got I got from them, uh, we were in the direction of me doing a Rockstar 80-ish hair metal character. Because uh, I, I loved Motley Crue, Guns N' Roses, and all that. Poison, baby. Let's go. That too, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I was going to do something like that. And, and, and my trainer was like, oh, yeah. I mean, it, he was like, you got to make it different. There's a lot of rock star characters out there. He's like, you just got to make sure you make it different. I was like, okay, you can do that. We're, we're rolling with it. They go do the show, and they call me one day. I was home. They're like, hey, so that uh, – rock star character you want to do uh, you can't do it no more like, like why and they're like dude there's like 15 rock stars on this one show we were just on <laughs> like, there's no way you're doing this and I was like bro like, and now we're back to just square one like we're just gonna waste more time and they're like well we do have this one idea we wanted to run in the bayou they're like we, we ran across all these golf courses, these spring fields, these valley springs and all this. And they're like, I think you should be this golfer named uh, – they, they came up with Derek Springfield. Uh, and then they came up with the first moniker, Men Under Par, uh, which I did use when I first started. It's not bad. Uh, it's really not bad oh, at no. all. I loved it. And then I was – my face when they told me that, it was just – bright red like i just was stunned that they said that i was like are you serious because i instantly pictured um current current white like i was just like are you like you want me to be ah. a, a joke character <laughs> like this is the end like y'all don't y'all don't trust in me and they're like no 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 it'll be fine it'll be fine let's see you just kind of work with it and see how it goes so i took i took the Derek name out I made it Dale because that's a, one of my family names. Uh, and then I took Fields out of Springs. Uh, so I came up with the Dale Springs part. Man Under Par was given to me. But my original logo is technically the PGA Tour logo with the golfer uh, taking a swing. But it's, I think my buddy just slightly took a different picture of a golf swing and made the colors red, green, and white. And then have my name on the side, so that was my original uh, logo for it. And don't want don't to get copyrighted. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you better copyright happened. that shit. And uh, once once I started going with it, because I was healed for honestly three and a half years uh, in El- in Louisiana and Elevate, uh, I was like, you know what, I can do this. Uh, it's it's it was really easy to get people to hate you, and they hate golf. A lot of people do. They do. So just being a douchebag golfer coming down with golf clubs and a quiet sign and waving and all that. And golfers are entitled. They're they're very entitled people, you know. Especially the ones that that, that think they're that they, that think they're really good but really aren't that good at it. So it's like it's like and, and the way you have to dress with the with the polo shirt and the yep. the golf pants and the shoes and you know yep. it, only problem is, is golf golf equipment's kind of expensive. I mean, that's why you gotta you gotta play the part. Uh, so I do that. I had I eventually added a caddy. I, I went through like four caddies. <laughs> that's a caddy. <laughs> that's so good. 
So <laughs> I, I, I enjoy it. It's, it's, hey, well, check this out. For those that don't know, I'm going to actually show this. I think you'll appreciate it. This is what Dale looks like when he's, like, doing his thing. Um, I don't know if you guys got a chance to see this. Dude, that is legit as hell. You look like a real golfer. And that quiet, please, that's really got to piss the fans off. I'm sure that sets them off every oh, single no time, right? They nothing Fans hate nothing more than to be told to be quiet. That's a fact. Because then they don't. Then they don't. <laughs> right. You tell you telling them to be quiet is like basically telling them, oh, no, we're going to – no, no, we're going we're gonna to mess this up for you. We're, we're going we're gonna to shout. Be loud. We're going to be loud. I'll show you exactly how they act. Dude, I, I love it, man. I think uh, uh, there's another good one from our buddy Drew. Have you ever received a Happy Gilmore chant? Oh, Happy Gilmore, Gopher, Bogey. Uh, what about Shooter? They call me Shooter, shooter McGavin. Shooter. <laughs> no, That's so sick. What's even worse is they'll hear my name. They'll, they'll hear it. They'll see my name. But then when I come across, they're like, oh, it's that golfer guy. I'm like, yeah. guy, lazy asses. <laughs> it Guys, my- it literally says it on my <laughs> Yeah, come on now. You can't, ex- you can't expect the fans to be with you, especially if you're trying to piss them off. They might actually go out of their way and not say your name. So exactly. how has that transition been? You said you played kind of the bad guy role for a couple of years, and then you transitioned over. How's that been? Which do you enjoy more, or, or what parts uh, of each do you enjoy? Well, obviously, being the bad guy, it's so much easier it's so much easier to get people to hate you. Like, no doubt. I, it's easier to work uh, and then easier to just have people boo you instead of cheering. Because now when you're the baby face, you are basically selling majority of the match. You are trying to get them to want you to come back and fight back and win. Uh, but I turned baby face of July of last year and in Louisiana. And a few other times before, but, like, this was a solidifying thing because people were, like, cheering me in Louisiana, even though I was a bad guy. But they knew me for so long and seen my transition and how I've, I've learned and grown that they, like, started to respect me. Uh, so I actually pulled a, a switcheroo at our last show last year in July. Um, I, we did a double turn. And I dropped the belt to Isaiah Zane, another good friend of mine. And he didn't know that he was winning that night. And he didn't know he was going to turn that night. Wow. <laughs> me, and my, me and my trainer, we talked about it. Me and Ben talked about it. I said, hey, you know and I know the fans are going to cheer me at this point. We're not allowing it. Let's do it. I think we'll get a good reaction out of them. And they were in the match the whole time. Back and forth, back and forth. Uh so I didn't tell him at all. And I, basically how we got to it was uh, he was going to hit his one move. Boom. I was going to get close to the ropes. He goes for the pins. And he, went, he would be uh, pinning me kind of like sideways to where his back's to me. And I'd put my foot or my hand on the rope because we were that close. And then we'd lead out to the back, uh, to the outside, and get like a double count out. That's what he thought. He hits his move. We get close to the ropes. He does the pin, and then I hold him. I said, hey, you're going over tonight. Let's go. He's like, wait, what? 
And he 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 told me after that he. So wait, you did that? You called that as you guys were were going back and forth in the match? Yeah. He I mean, I heard I heard a call in the ring, bro. But calling the finish in the ring—that's fucking crazy. Yeah. So he no. He, so we did talk about it beforehand of a finish for the match, but it wasn't the actual finish. I told him when he was pinning me, "Hey, this is the finish. You're going over." And then whenever I handed him the belt and shook his hand, I said, hey, you're turning tonight. When I turn around after you celebrate, I want you to deck me with the belt. Ooh. Which he didn't. He didn't he didn't hear that. He just heard heard me say hit me. So he, he does his little he does his little cheering with the belt and all that. And then he turns around, he's like, Dale. And I turn around, he puts me off and then just forearms the ass. Ooh, big forearm. I think the belt spot would have been better. That's oh, yeah. for sure. The I'll, bell spot would have been that's, better. That's definitely what I wanted. But, I mean, he still, he still did the whole premises of knocking me out, uh, solidifying that he's tanning and all that. So, they ate it up. Besides, besides that, have you ever had, like, a like a promoter come up to you and be like, hey, because uh, we, we did it recently whenever we had uh, finals to a tournament where it was like four, it was like a fatal four-way. It's like, I want you to come up with four, four – each of you come up with a finish – and then we'll tell you like right before you go out how your how your how how the match is ending. So have you ever had that or I've had I've just had it to where um we would get there and the guy and the promoter or booker would not know what kind of finish he wants. So me and my opponent will just like come up with each will come up with a different finish, like you said. Like here's this one way of finishing and here's another way. And then we make the match kind of flow with both of them. Uh, and then whenever, whatever kind of uh, ending the booker is wanting, we go that route. What's what's been this? What's have you ever had a really scary moment in the ring where just like I don't know if you've been knocked out or you know some, something uh, something off off you know scary. Well, I had my tooth broke and knocked out of my mouth. By a uh, uh, uppercut that wasn't supposed to be an uppercut, um, and I had to go get that repaired. Uh, it was a miscommunication thing. I was trying to set up for a little combo I do. And how I first started is I catch the person's line and go underneath, and then go take their head, turn them, hit them with the knee, and go finish it off. Well, this was with Braxton Hunter. He was like, he was like, all right, get ready for your combo. I was like, all right. So I saw him go like this. I was like, okay, okay, okay. So I go to go try to catch it, and he starts turning his arm to give me an uppercut. And my body was still going like this, as if I'm going to go underneath him. And I saw I ate full uppercut. My tooth broke mid-match. And then I took like a very stiff uh, black mask that night, too. That did not help with the pain. No, but, yikes! I, 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 I'm hurting just thinking about that. I don't know about Renee. Oh, but. that sounds horrible. All right, so, well now I'm I'm looking at the clock. I want to let you finish, but while you finish your story, I'm actually going to pull up one more poster, and I got to give you kudos, bro, because this this freaking card, this freaking poster right here, is got some serious players in it, and I'm going to zoom in just a little bit here so you guys can see it. You can see it. So this handsome guy over here on the far back corner, that's, that's our me. boy Dale. That's right. But, I mean, look at the rest of this lineup. You got Nigel Rabbit, Kurt Stallion. Uh, you got Shane, 
You got Malico, we got Fuego, and then up front, you got uh, Bennett and Hopkins, man. How, how does it feel? And I know you, you do a lot of shows. I know you're going to be working in Florida uh, down in November as well, man. But I'm sorry, in September as well. But how does it feel to be a part of a card like this? I'm sure it's not the first. It definitely won't be the last. But Pale Pro is really knocking it out of the park on this one, man. How do you feel? Uh, I think it's honor and the fact that I've been trying my hardest to go work for Pele Pro. And I got to, I think, a couple months back for the very first time. And uh, Kyle knows what he's doing. And and his, his atmosphere there was just all around fantastic there's no issues no heat in the, in the locker room everyone's cool um he just has a very very strong uh grip on what he wants and what he wants out of his product so uh, kyle is an amazing booker and with this show coming up i don't know what i'm doing just quite yet but it's i know a lot of those guys a lot of those guys have a lot of knowledge I know for sure I'm going to have to um, talk some heads and get a lot of information out of some of these, especially Bennett. Bennett was someone I really, really wanted to sit down and talk with. I haven't had the chance yet, so now we're going to be on the same show. Find find a second, a couple minutes with him and, and, and pick his brain. Right, and I've heard nothing but great things about his seminar. I know you've done Tom Pritchard and, and a couple other uh, big-time uh, uh, gallows. You've done his seminar as well. Man, the Mike Bennett one, guys here in Kansas City have absolutely ranted and raved. Uh, they say that the time that they get to spend with him is absolutely not enough. They wish it was longer or whatever. So have a good time with that, man, because I know even though you're a couple years in, you, you still are relatively young in the business. And, and like they say, man, in the world of pro wrestling, you're never done learning. Never yeah, stop, like, never stop learning. Exactly. So, Dale, just looking at the clock here, want to be respectful to you and our upcoming guests, man. Just drop the info on us, uh, your social, where you're going to be in action next, what people need to know about what you've got going on so they can make sure to follow you, bro. Do us a favor. Right. Well, first off, I appreciate y'all having me on here. It's been awesome. Awesome talking to y'all. A lot of fun. Uh, y'all can follow me on Instagram and Twitter with the same uh, handle, Dale Springs Pro. Uh, find me on Facebook if you just search up Dale Springs. YouTube, same thing, Dale Springs. Um, I have merch on whatnot and um, or what a maneuver. My apologies and um, pro wrestling tees, Brainbuster tees as well. That's the one that has basically every single shirt that I have ever had. Um, I will be at UWL in Oklahoma this Saturday. Next Saturday, I'll be in Milton, Florida for CWF. Uh, first ladder match of my career that night. It's going to be awesome. And you know, just keep keep looking what I'm doing, man. Hey, you're not afraid of heights, right? No, I'm not. <laughs> Good. <laughs> you're like, um, I wonder if the promoter ain't like, hey, bro, you're not afraid of heights, are you? No? Okay, well, we got this ladder match idea for you. Is that how it goes down? I'm curious. Uh, well, technically, it's going to be his WrestleMania for that card. So I was like, hey, we want to end this feud with a ladder match because neither one of us has done like a one-on-one ladder match before. He said, why not? Bucket list, baby. Hey, and, and let me let me take it back to UWO. Shout out to Drake Gallows. Uh, he got to help me with a bucket list item uh, just last year or earlier this year. I got to call my first ever steel cage match, and it was Drake Gallows versus kit reaver and xwe so on that note ladies and gentlemen 
uh, we say goodbye to Dale. Uh, he ran out of time, unfortunately. But, man, what a, a phenomenal interview. Uh, Big Sexy, I know we got Big Daddy P uh, here just right around the corner. But, bro, when you talk about a young guy who's humble and hardworking, immediately moving forward, Dale Springs is going to come to mind. Because, I mean, just the guy's phenomenal, bro. I mean, just, yeah, I- I, very open, very honest. Until I was doing my research, on, I mean, you know, doing research on on these our guests, it is like, man, that's kind of a fun, funny gimmick because I, I even as as he was dropping his information, he went on to his Twitter account. It, it's Dale. It, his his name on there is Dale Springs, the golf father of pro wrestling. The golf, golf father. The yes. golf. And if you go to his Twitter account, the logo, the the uh, the banner page. As like golf father, it's like the Godfather logo, just saying golf. I mean, that's so gangster, bro. I love that. That's and you know how much I love mafia movies, bro. You know how much I love mafia movies. I mean, I mean, I just, I just have. I'm like, that says the golf father of pro wrestling. I can't like that any more than I do uh, right now. I mean, <laughs> freaking badass, dude, bad, badass. And there was one other thing that I didn't get a, an opportunity to to share, and that was the proving ground 2K22 poster. Uh, that uh, our boy Dale will also be participating in. Um, as you guys can see, this is the event that he mentioned. That's uh, cwfe.eventbrite.com, Downton Milton, Florida. Um, it's going to be at the Santa Rosa County Auditorium. So clearly, Dale is a guy that is getting the uh, notoriety and the attention that he deserves because he's being booked all over the country, Road Dog. And for us, man, when we bring guys on, you know, we've had legends on. We've had new guys. We've had old guys. But for me, it's always great to see when people are ascending in the business. Right. You know, we we had a, a guy on uh, just a couple of years ago that was ascending in the business. And now you can see him on pay-per-views and on Monday Night Raw. He used to be known as Damian Martinez. Uh, he is now known as Damian Priest, and he is one of the members of the Judgment Day. Right. So do not be surprised if you're sitting here watching a, an episode of the Wrestle Talk podcast, Road Dog. And then shortly and then thereafter, right, you and, see them on your television because then, that's just then, what we do. And then, and then here. even the same thing is is um, I'm watching. You know, I watch I watch a little bit of AEW Dark, or at least I, I I get the you know the results and everything. Or someone appears on a Raw like a couple last week. Danny Mo, uh, Danny Mo was on, and Kayla Spark. I don't know if we've ever had Kayla Sparks on, but uh, but uh, but she's she's been on a lot of. Uh, AEW and WWE. And first thing I said is I'm like, you know what? That's Danny Mo. I interviewed her on the Russell Talk podcast. I mean, and it was a it was a great I mean, you just you feel happy when you see these see, even when you do the local shows, you know, for you know, they have the AEW dark mat the AEW dark matches, and you're like sitting up there and you're like, hey, that's Mike Outlaw, that's Camaro Jackson that's you know coming down the aisle, you know, just and it it it's it's really cool to see. You, you like seeing your friends on TV. Well, no doubt about it. I know you mentioned it last week, and, and in case you guys missed it, huge shout-out to all of our friends and, and people that we support and that have been on the show. Tootie, Mike Outlaw, Camaro Jackson, all part of a massive NWA 74. It feels like it was ages ago with everything that just happened this weekend. But believe it or not, it hasn't even been two weeks. So, again, we're extremely proud of them, and uh, we're extremely proud of being able to bring you guys the best guests in professional wrestling today here to the wrestle talk podcast because we ain't done road dog we've got the uh fwwc segment that's going to be coming up here in just a moment uh we've got big daddy p 
right? And we also have young up-and-coming female talent, Shailin, that's going to be joining us. Not only is she getting ready for KCXW Destiny, but she's also getting ready for MMWA, where they're going to bring fight for destiny. Fight for Destiny. That's right, Fight for Destiny. So you got KCXW Destiny and MMWA Fight for Destiny. A lot of destinies on the line here, okay? I, I mean, no. I, I mean, it, it's going to be this, this show. This show, I mean, they're bringing back the MMWA Women's Championship, and, you know, I think, I think that's kind of cool that, we, that women's wrestling, you know, it's not just, it's not just a, uh, it's not just a gimmick anymore. It's, it's, it's real. Well, I, I absolutely love when they put their money where their mouth is because everybody likes to put over women's wrestling. But what I want to see is who's booking it. Like who is bringing on the women to main event, their pay-per-views and their shows, who is actually booking these shows that it's predominantly women. Guess what? It's happening at MMWA. So if you say that you support women's wrestling, this is the kind of shows that you need to support, okay? If you're an advocate for female wrestling, really wrestling in general, you need to get your asses out and support uh, the, the females that are out here actually getting it done, whether they're veterans, you know, people that you love to watch from back in the day, Medusa, her thing on Twitch, or you're looking at somebody like Stormy Renee or Shailene or Morgan LeVay or whoever it may be, Miranda Gordy and so on and so forth. If you really love it, you support it, right? We all spend time doing things that we love and appreciate. So if you love and appreciate, you go out, you buy some tickets, and you get your ass down to the show. Am I wrong about that, Rogan? No, 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 absolutely. Absolutely. On that note, look who it is. He's getting ready to join us in just a couple of seconds, ladies and gentlemen. Big Daddy P. Road Dog, on that note, there's one other bit of business that I need to handle before we carry on with the show. And believe it or not, I think I can handle this one solo dolo because we would not be here if it wasn't for all the members of the Wrestle Talk family, of course, but also our loyal sponsors, including Royal Mills Transportation, Rathbuns Engraving, Nobleman's Barber Lounge, and KCMO. Please remember to ask for our boy Pete the Barber or even our guy Angel will take care of you. Kincaid Arcade at the Oak Park Mall. Wonderful. Uh, every once in a while, we'll do claim sales there. Make sure you guys keep on the lookout for all Wrestle Talk podcast media. Everything combat featuring UFC Hall of Famer Pat Milicic and our boy Jay Hollywood, Jeffrey Wilson. Interstate 70 Sports Media, Jeremy Carp is the proprietor. You guys will see him occasionally hosting here on the Wrestle Talk podcast. The world's premier fantasy wrestling promotion, the FWWC. And last but not least, our newest sponsor and also the creators of the Wrestle Talk podcast Tumblr, that is Little Popeye Designs. My man, uh, Little Popeye, actually just recently underwent a surgery. He is fighting cancer. So as if you needed another reason to get your hands on one of these amazing tumblers, we can make it with just the logo and put your name on it, or we can just do just the logo, 20 bucks plus shipping, five extra bucks to get your name on it. Make sure you hit us up. You can shoot us an email. Text message, smoke signals, we don't care. Just get a hold of us and we'll make sure that you get your hands on either the tumbler or the mug or whatever it is that you want to get your hands on. And remember, guys, something like this, it's a collectible and it's going to last you a lot longer than a plain old T-shirt. And that's that. With that said, we do have just a couple of moments before we move on to the next segment. Big, uh, uh, sexy Chris Rodell will be rejoining us in a matter of moments. But there was one other thing that I wanted to make sure that we discuss with the members of the Wrestle Talk family. Thank you, by the way, uh, Drew, for the Tumblr. I'm glad you like it. 
top quality stuff. You know how we get down. Um, I wanted to give a shout out to our boy, Aaron Lawrence, who wanted to promote an upcoming show. We always encourage you guys to do that. If you got a show coming up and you can't come on, that's fine. Drop a comment. As long as we have time for it, we will go ahead and share it. So I'll go ahead and read it in case you guys are driving and listening to us uh, on the replay. Uh, Cottage Hill Wrestling Alliance is having their biggest pay-per-view of the year on the 24th and 25th. Whoa, two shows. I like that. Uh, John Holt, yo, is guaranteed to deliver with a combination of well-known local legends and some future stars. You guys should come and check it out. Shout out to all our friends over at CHWA. Now, I'm trying to add Big Daddy P. For some reason, I can't. Big Daddy P, can you turn on your camera, man? We can't see you, brother. I can hear Big Daddy P. I just can't see him. Where in the world is Big Daddy P? Well, uh, you, you do understand that I didn't even hear my music. Well, well, we didn't see you on camera. We didn't know you were there. Oh, yes. I, I was just sitting down in my comfortable chair until I needed to stand up and be oh, an absolute I'm sorry, maniac. Big Daddy P. Uh, well, should you I know stop what? it and we'll restart? I'm no, just... no. We got to hit the music, bro. That's one of my favorite parts of the show. Let's go ahead and hit it. Whenever I hear that song, it like it makes my face ball up. Like I get aggressive. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm ready to I'm fired up for the Lord. You see what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? The and first I don't time, know. The first the, the band that actually recorded that song is called Fate of Adam. And uh, uh, the guy was doing T-shirts uh, for me for a while, and I asked him. I said, "Man, I'd love to use that for my intro." I said, I just want to add something in the beginning. He said, run with it. I said, okay. So I'm I'm forever thankful to Fate of Adam for that song. Blessed well, with the Death Wish. Wonderful job. I love that. Blessed with the Death Wish. And I don't know if you caught this. Uh, Dale, our former, our previous guest, I was checking him out. He was kind of flexing his muscle a little bit. I don't have a whole lot, but he did. And he had three crosses on his muscle. I, I was kind of tempted to ask him about that. Maybe we'll save it for the next interview. I thought that was pretty cool, man. I agree. Absolutely. I, I have a tattoo. Most people don't know that. Is it something you can show on the air? Absolutely. Let me see. It says daddy's girls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like that. I got two girls on my own. So. Well, we got 10. Wow. 10 girls? You didn't know I, I married into seven more, did you? I didn't know that. So you got a whole Eight basketball team seven. now. <laughs> you got a basketball team now, bro absolutely <laughs> you guys are gonna be killing that all right so big daddy p i know you're here to handle your business okay but yeah. there is something that we got to talk about it's been the hottest topic of the evening and it is uh, tonight's show is called scrumptious okay no, no, no. for obvious reasons and guys i know everybody's anxious shylin will be joining us in in about five to eight minutes so hang tight for those of you that are here to check out the wonderful uber talented shylin she will be joining us and we will give her her full time, I promise you. But there it is, Big Daddy P. Hey, hey, Miss da- Miss Big Daddy P. <laughs> Good to see you. All right, Perry. Here it is. What do you make? Hey, lovely one. <laughs> What's up? Thank you for being here. B 
Big, Big Daddy P, you see the question on the screen. What do you make of the all-out media scrum getting more attention than the pay-per-view itself? I don't know how much attention you've been paying to all this nonsense, but I got to know, bro, because you're a guy that always keeps us grounded here on the Wrestle Talk podcast. I got to get your thoughts. After that, we can get right into the snippets. Unmute yourself, bud. You got to unmute yourself first. Is it unmute? There you go. Uh, looks like we got a little lag going uh, there, Big Daddy P. You have to unmute yourself again. There you go. There you go. Now you're back. Go ahead. Hit okay. us. Uh, as you know, I am a, uh, a pro wrestling fan more than anything. Indeed. So I'm just not a WWE guy. I'm a WWE, ROH, AEW, uh, MLW, uh, uh, ASW. Uh, you know what I mean? So, Every promotion. But, but I, the thing is, I, I'm, I'm kind of embarrassed to admit this, but I really wasn't caught up on the whole um, Hangman Page CM Punk deal. So I was a little bit behind. All of a sudden, I'm like, there's John Moxley. He's the champ. And I'm like, wait a second. And then I had to go back a little bit. And so, because I don't watch every single week uh, of who any can? of them, only because- Who can? There's too much programming. Yeah, but I did see the, 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 the media scrum after, and I've actually caught up now. And I think it's all a work. Oh, that's two people tonight saying that's a work. All a work. That's crazy. 100%. Bro, did you see Tony Khan's face? Were you not paying attention? Come on, Big Daddy P. It can't be a word. how Tony Khan drank that drink? He yeah, backwashed he, everything he drank. It was he's trying to stuff. wash down all that Adderall. That's oh what's happening God, with dude. Tony Khan. That guy, dude, if that guy, I swear, if anybody says he's not on cocaine, I, I don't know, man. It's Adderall, bro. Him, I don't he's know. I don't know. His eyes are, bro, but his smart. eyes are crazier than Dexter Loomis. My man's but like. He's smart, dude. No, I. <laughs> I was shocked at how much on the last media scrum when he was going over all the stats and stuff that right. totally impressed me. He knows wrestling. Oh, he, yeah. He's an analytics guy for sure. He first without a doubt, but I just thought that yes, uh I I cuz I wasn't able to watch uh, all out um because I I it's just to me it, it, there was just I I wasn't able to get free. I wanted to, but I did see what the results were. And I think AEW, as much as they've grown and as much as they've changed, um, because they have a lot of those, all those lower guys who used to be the number one wrestlers all the time, they're now all down below all the WWE guys. And you know what I mean? So it's not, there's been some separating between Wheat and Chaff at AEW. But now with with Triple H, did you see the interview with Triple H and uh, and BT Sport? Hey, do you hear? Sorry me? about that. I was muted. That was my fault. Oh. No, I did see the interview, and it's and it's great to see the contrast of leadership, oh. established leadership, well grounded leadership versus what we're seeing at AEW. Like it's it's a night and day difference. Like you he can tell even, Triple H has been there. You know what I mean? He doesn't even think AEW is competition. I don't. I agree. I've been saying that. Bro, the WWE is competing with the NFL, the NBA, and MLB. That's what I've been saying. And the Super Bowl. Come on, man. 
You yeah. had 60,000 in Wales? Come on, bro. When in yeah, their entire you life is AEW the... going to do 60,000? It's going to take yeah. a long time. Okay. How many comps do you think they had? AEW? Well, everybody and their mama's friends. No, at, at, uh, at uh, Wales. Uh, out of the 60,000, maybe. How many comps? Maybe 1,000? I'd say more like 10,000. 10,000 comps? Yeah. That's my guess because they, 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 you know how many guests they had to bring in to sell this idea? It didn't mean it, Perry. It didn't look like those fans. Uh, let's bring in Road Dog on this. Road Dog, I got to get your thoughts because hey, we're getting ready to hit snippets, and then Shailene's going to be joining us in five minutes, guys. Five minutes, we'll get Shailene on, on the show as promised. But and make sure you unmute yourself, uh, big sexy, because we made the mistake as our, our, as well ourselves. You but, you would you would think after going through the pandemic and always being on Zoom, you would you would remember to unmute yourself. Yeah, I mean, but but there's so much like we're having so we're so passionate. The last thing we're thinking of is some logistical bullshit like unmuting, right? I mean, I, that's all. That's oh, the way dude, I. That's good. the way I look at it. <laughs> but no, so, hold on. So hold so to go ahead, big so, sexy. So. I'm, I'm, as you were talking, I was actually doing a little bit of a Google search. Um, this is a Sportskedia off, uh, article from August 22nd of 2022 that uh, Principality Stadium holds 71,800 people, and they had sold, as of that date, 63,800 tickets. So, And there was only 8,000 tickets two weeks before the event left. So, I mean, I wish I could find out what the comps were because I know they were entertaining a lot of people. I don't know what they I don't know what they announced the attendance was. Of, 6229 or 60 62292 something like that. I think it's 62292. But yeah, I mean, it's just it's it's good it, uh it, it, it's I mean, and those people those, those, I can't remember now. Those people anyway. Those people were really into the. They were really, really, really oh, into. Dude. What a crowd! Right. I mean, it it, 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 it. I guess. I guess they had a big crowd because you know they hadn't been there for so long. You know, they haven't done. They hadn't done anything big in the UK in a very long time. So, I mean, that that's just that's like, just me. They could have done Wembley, except the the other concert was going on there. Yeah, there was. A, yeah, there was a concert going on there. For, no, it was for Taylor Hawkins. It was his memorial. Oh, okay. The memorial show. Wolf was and Wolf, oh, Renee, Wolfgang and Hala, man, played Hot for Teacher. Uh, I heard I heard uh I heard Jordan Hawkins' uh, son played did really good when he when he when he played and played paid tribute to his dad so I mean yeah. um that's not my type Foo Fighters were never my thing but still that that's still kind of a cool moment for your for I your was, son to I was really happy to see Braun Strowman back cuz yeah. control your narrative just didn't have the volume that that Braun needed Braun needs to be on weekly Right, and and I like I like Braun. I don't have a problem with Braun Strowman. He can run over all. people. He can run over people all the time, you know. So except now he has a a, a real nice nice meme going about with him and uh, Titus O'Neil on stumbling. Oh, hurrah, yeah. hurrah! Oh. I knew somebody was going to bring in Titus. the The best part for Braun though was that it didn't happen during the entrance. I have a I have a funny story. During during the Greatest Royal Rumble, and Titus O'Neil did that entrance. I this this is this is pre pandemic, and I was at work and I was watching it on my phone, and I saw it, and I about just died and pissed my pants. I, I, it my dad. I had to literally get up and walk away, and people were like. 
are you okay? I mean, I'm like, dude, I just saw the most funniest thing ever in the entire world. I just, I just, I just need a moment. And every time I need a smile, I all it's I have jet to do, lag, bro. It's the jet lag. All I have to do, it, but the sad thing is, he was there the whole entire week before that. So it was, it like, was like, it was like, and I'm like, I'm like Titus O'Neil. Titus World Slide. That's all you need to type into Google, and you always find it. And apparently, he was mad at himself because Dan- Daniel Bryan always said, "Is like, dude, Titus O'Neil came in and just started throwing hands. He was like mad." I'm like, "Well, damn, yeah, he almost he almost died." I mean, imagine if there would have been an LED board there instead of a ring apron. I mean, that could have been really bad. Not a dime. Not a dime. <laughs> <laughs> Who hit that? <laughs> I didn't mean to hit that. My bad. All right. With all that said, Big Daddy P, we had to get your thoughts on everything going on in the World Pro Wrestling. And here's my thing: we haven't had you on for a full blown interview in quite a while. So I think let's do it. Whatever. I love the snippets, but when we get 30, 35 minutes with Big Daddy P, bro, we it's off the chain. You already know. Well, and 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 not ever. You know, some people might see the segment as like a joke, or not really understand what it is. And I think that only until because there are people in the beginning when we started who probably made they fun were mad of at it. us, bro. They were mad at us until stuff happened in their life, and now all of a sudden they want prayer. See, so we have to be very sensitive to time because right now somebody might not have a prayer request, but in the middle of the week they might get one, and they might not have anyone to turn to. But they might think of Big Daddy P, or they might think of Wrestle Talk, and they might reach out to you. And that's we're just here for those that need it. You know what I mean? And hopefully you never do. That's my thing. Hopefully you never do. Don't know me either, man. They know nothing about me. Who's that crazy Jesus freak? (laughs) This this week he was smoking a cigar. Wait a second. That's right. What's going on? I say, hey, never judge a book by its color only because it says don't judge. That's right. And Just by the love, way, Big love. Daddy P is 6'4", and he will whoop your ass at the end of the day, just so y'all don't know. And I am circumstances, and listen to me very carefully. My job is to love one another. That's what I want to do. Respect. I'm going to love you until you puke. And if you don't like it, get over it, because that's why I'm here. You might be here for a different reason. I'm not going to judge you. But we're all going to stand before him someday. Yes. And when we do, I want to hear, well done, good and faithful servant. And, 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 I, and honestly, honestly, Big Daddy P is like, what, six, six, eight weeks out from major back surgery? It's been, there he is uh, right here, baby. And he's, I, did and he's, play, I did play some drums today. <clears throat> and he's standing up. Uh, he's standing uh, uh, up. If my surgeon happens to be watching this, you did not hear that, Doctor Schwartz. <laughs> but if Scott Sparkman's listening, I love you, brother. We're gonna make some music because before my back went out, I bought a mattress and I joined a band. Let's go. Unfinished oh, business is what it sounds like to me. You put some drum heads on today, and I tuned them up. Put some mics on them. So we're. I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm getting there, man. But I'm not as productive as I normally. Because of the business, just take just, it easy, I'm, man. Take don't push it, man. You'll get there, bro. Nice oh, and easy. All yeah. right. I know uh, that's yeah. not your strong suit. On that note, on that note, because I got people fussing at me now. They want to get to the snippets. So, Big Daddy P, we will give you the floor. You, we got a couple of prayer requests there. So, why don't you go ahead and take well, it? Away I didn't and do what you do on, best. I didn't even know that those were really serious prayer requests. Or I don't know. 
So I guess again, we'll just take them at face value. And again, I am not a soil tester. I'm a seed sower. So I'm going to run with it. And the Lord certainly knows what the requests are, but he does want to hear from us because he loves us and he wants to be part of our lives. So Father God, thank you so much for all that you continue to do to, to provide for the needs of all those that watch and listen to Wrestle Talk. It is such a privilege each week, not only to talk about wrestling, but to talk about your goodness. And right now, we need a lot of uh, a lot of stories about your goodness because we've got a lot of evil and hate and anger and bitterness and jealousy and all of these things that are going on. And they don't even realize just how precious life is. And so I just pray, Father, that those that are a part of this, that they would that they would just listen to you, that if as depending on your plan for their lives, because each of us are different, I just know that when you called me, I had to answer because there were a lot of hurting people out there. And so I wanted to be a blessing to those. I, I wanted to be a seed sower uh, because in, in the end, all we have is you and all we have is this world and father within this world. We know that greater is he who is in me than who's in the world. In this world are those that don't want what's best for the world. They want to make it difficult. But Father, in those difficulties, you tell us to consider it joy when we go through these trials, that we would learn from them and grow from them. So I just thank you for this opportunity to come tonight before you, not only in public, but in the Wrestle Talk group. And I just ask, Father, that Anybody that's here right now that doesn't know who you are, that maybe is lost, maybe is scared, maybe doesn't know what happens when they're going to die. Well, they're going to find out what you did. You paid the ultimate price for them. And all they have to do is hear it and believe it. It says, by believing, these things have been written, that by believing that Jesus is the Christ, that they would have eternal life. And by putting their faith and trust in you now, Father, we know that eternal life can be theirs. And you said not even death can separate you. Not even death can separate you from this love. So I thank you for this opportunity to present the truth, to present the gospel. And Father, I just pray that you continue to bless this wonderful organization that continues to spread positive things and excitement and fun. And I just love to hear all the things that they're doing. I love to see their site and to see all the changes that they continue to make. And and I, I love to watch it grow. I thank you for the growth. And I just ask that you would send them from the north, from the south, from the east, and from the west. They would come from every direction to be a part of this show because we know it's special and important to you. That's why I come on to say thank you for this opportunity. And I love you. For those that are hurting, or Father, also for those that are financially struggling. Father, we know that you know their needs, but I ask that you would not only bless them, but that you would continue to encourage them and strengthen them for times like these. Because you told us that in these last days that uh, terrible times would come. And I know that things are, are really it's getting pretty scary, but at the same time, you tell us not to fear because you're with us and that you know what the end result is. So we trust you. We thank you. We love you. And we ask these things in Christ's name. Amen. Amen and amen. Big Daddy P, 
We love you. Big Sexy, any final thoughts for our boy, Big Daddy P? Oh, I just, it, it's a, it's great. We get to see you all the time coming on here. And yeah, we definitely, because I think you you could lend a lot to the whole wrestling business. Uh, talk talk about that in the, in the future. So we, well, we I've had, the thing is, and I, I, I've been on the front end. I've been on the back end. I've mm-hmm. run them. I see not in obviously in the size of productions like television is promotions, but I've certainly thrown on shows as little as 40 and as many as 309 or 291 with Kane. And for Tennessee, that's pretty good. But there are Knoxville's on fire right now, man. Wow. Just like St. Louis and KC. Right. Hey, I want to get Dr. Tom on here. Can I get Dr. Tom on with you and I? Yeah, let's do it. Doctor, hey, that'd be his second visit. We had Dr. Tom Pritchard on about uh, about 18 months ago, maybe two years ago. Well, we let, love him. Let's bring I, him back. Man, let's get him on too, because he's just and he's got a book. Did he ever talk about his book? Uh, I think he was in the process of writing the book when oh, we spoke dude. to him. Hey, dude. Perry, make that happen. We'd love to have Dr. Tom Pritchard dude, back I, on. I've sold, no lie, probably 13 copies of that book. Come on. What it, it's a one-year curriculum that you can follow on your own. And then of course, you know, JPWA is without a doubt, one of the funnest training schools. There's great men. There's dude. being in Tennessee, you got, uh, 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 SOM, uh, you've got, um, Memphis is doing training now. Uh, there's like five different well, between Tom and, and just and around Ricky Tennessee. Morton. I mean, can't yeah, that, that. yeah, that's Knoxville for sure. Legends, bro. And I'm I mean School of Morton again and that's growing, you know, and, and especially with Carrie. Man, have you Carrie is it's awesome. great that they brought him down too, man. Oh, he's great. Carrie is so cool. I mean, these guys are man, this business is thriving. And I'm so glad. Let's make the Dr. Tom thing happen though, Perry, for man. Sure. Can we can you reach out and see if you can make that happen for us? I, no, no, no. I'll I'll if I gotta beg him. <laughs> hey. I was going to buy the book anyway, so we'll bring oh, him on no matter what. Right? Every penny, dude. It is the coolest book. And then he also signs it with a message, too, which is always encouraging. Personalization is the best. He's so awesome. Ladies and yeah. gentlemen, round of applause for the one and only Big Daddy P, the chaplain of the Wrestle Talk podcast. Big Daddy P, we'll catch you next week. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Love you. Love you, too. Peace. Peace. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Guys, I know you've been chomping at the bit, but let me just take a moment once again to thank Big Daddy P. I know that there's probably no other podcast that does what we do. And as a matter of fact, not everyone who is a member of the WrestleTalk podcast is a Christian. But these guys all know. Like, Jeremy Carp's Jewish. You know what I mean? Like, we all got different things. But they all love Perry. Because that they know Perry is praying for all of us, regardless of what you believe. So those 10 minutes or so that we spend with Perry every single week, they're critical and they've helped us with the growth of the podcast. So if you ever need someone to talk to that's not going to judge you and put your shit on blast, if you ever need somebody to kind of publicly put your prayer out there because that's not your thing, please make sure you hit us up on our social. You can email the WrestleTalkPodcast at gmail.com or you can email Perry directly at Perry at PaintersDream.com. Not only that, he also can help you with your website because he's the one that helps kind of construct the WrestleTalkPodcast.com. So if you guys want to know why we bring Perry on, there it is, man. He's a brother. He's a mentor. He's a fellow wrestling fan. He's a former promoter. The dude's big and bad and he can kick your ass even though he just had surgery. And 
he's willing to share his love for the Lord with every single member of the Wrestle Talk podcast. And that is something, Rodell, that I know we can all appreciate, man. Yeah, we got we got it. But you know what? I can't I can't wait for this next guest. I think it's gonna Ooh. I think this is gonna be off of the chain here. Oh, uh, it is it, it, because we got she's music co- and everything. She's coming in, she's coming in, she's she's coming into my hometown, St. Louis from the Kansas City area, the Kansas area. I, we're gonna find out which maybe who's better, Kansas area, Casey area, or St. Bro. Louis. I well, mean, I mean, better I, at I'm, what? Gonna get, I'm gonna give her, I'm gonna give her some barbecue tips here in St. Louis because because yeah, St. Louis barbecue is the best. <laughs> Are you serious right now, bro? I, I <laughs> said, I said it, I said it. <laughs> it's all of Kansas City right now, bro. <laughs> Excuse me. Hey, let me tell you one other thing too. Um, when you talk about bringing on talent, okay, we talked about it earlier. We've had people, Josiah Williams, Punishment Martinez, the list goes on and on, but I mentioned it earlier. It makes me excited when we get a chance to interview people that you may one day see on TV. And I'm not trying to throw any extra pressure on this young lady. I know she's already put enough pressure on herself because of the way that she trains and the commitment that she has to the sport. But Rodell, when I when I say if I say it, I mean it. You know how the night out I, I know what you mean. Okay? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when I as I get ready to introduce this young lady, let me just tell you guys, be lucky that you're listening to her now because it's it, it just a matter of time before this young lady just absolutely takes the world by storm. Just like Cameron Brene. You guys remember Cameron Brene? She was on the show with us not too long ago. She was at one of our events. Now you can catch her regularly on NXT. There's no doubt in my mind that this young lady is going to fall in those footsteps. Hailing from the beautiful state, I'm just assuming here, the beautiful state of Missouri, Okay, she's a former collegiate wrestler who is looking for the best competition in the entire world. Okay, the best of the best. I've seen her in Missouri. I've seen her in Kansas. You guys are going to get to see her in good old St. Louis. She was trained by my friend, David Cadden. Also, Will Aunt, Adam Hout. Great old friends over at KCXW. Of course, Juno Granger. She's worked with Leo D. She's worked with uh, Calvin Aldridge and all the best. Um She's been wrestling throughout basically her whole high school career and transitioned now to the world of professional wrestling. And I have it on pretty good authority that this young lady, when she was growing up, she even put it in her elementary school yearbook, Rodell, that she was going to one day be a WWE diva. And I think she's very much on her way. Okay. So without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, join me as we make some noise for upcoming guests, the one, the only... Shylin! Hit the music! Shailene, thank you you for your patience. As you saw, when Big Daddy P gets on on the pulpit, there's nothing stopping him, and we're not going to stop him because he's like you in the ring. Once you get going, you better get the hell out of the way, right? 
<laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, welcome to the show. I'm curious: is this your first ever podcast appearance? This is actually. Um, yeah, I'm gonna be on happening? one next week. But you guys hopped in line as my first, so. Ah, that's right. Hey, listen, <laughs> that's why I believe in fate because you were. I I think Leo was uh, Wrestle Talk podcast was his first podcast. I think uh, Hollis. Wrestle Talk podcast was his first podcast, and I could probably keep going down the list, but it's great to have the privilege to have you on for the very first time. And by the way, I love the new breed shirt. Shout out to Scott. Shout Thank out to all you. the boys down there <laughs> and the girls. You guys are doing an absolutely wonderful job. But welcome to the show. Welcome. Thank you. It's great to be on. Dig it. All right, Rodell. No, no, it's our pleasure, Rodell. I could be selfish and take this whole interview because I'm a big <laughs> fan of Shy. I've called a lot of her matches, but I'll let you take the lead on this one, buddy. Why don't you go ahead? So as we were talking, that you're going to be coming into the St. Louis area this, this weekend with, for MMWA Fight mm-hmm. for Death. Do we have that poster that you can throw up there real quick? Absolutely, bro. You yeah, know, I got throw you. This, let's throw up this poster. Uh, you're yes. going to like this because I went ahead and got the whole thing pulled up right here. And guess who's up on the upper left-hand corner of this poster? Our guest here tonight, Shylin. Shylin, Stormy Renee, Riley Knox, Ashlyn Alexander, Maddie Exodus, and there's going to be a mystery mystery uh, uh, participant. So, so what are your mm-hmm. thoughts coming into the St. Louis area for the first time? Are you are you nervous? Do you do you think you have what it takes to bring that belt back to the Kansas City area? Oh, I'm super excited for it. I've been at Sam, uh, St. Louis multiple times. This will be my first time wrestling. Um, but, you know, my new breeds with championship is actually getting pretty lonely. So uh, I'm looking home to bring Whoa. that back. I believe I know another former new breed <laughs> women's champion. Um, and you might, you, might, you might know her. You probably ran into her. Uh, she is the Empress of Evil or um, Rain, Victor- Rain Victoria. Was a former Newbury Women's mm. Champion. Oh, uh oh! Did you just did you just kind of see that mean mug there a little bit with with when mentioned Rain Victoria's name? Listen, Shailene may hey, she may seem and be a sweetheart, but I see her wrestle, bro. That when the game face comes on, it's a wrap. I've seen it. I've been in the front row. I personally seen it. Before we get back to the MMWA tournament, uh, since you threw that face out there with uh, Rain Victoria, what, what what's been your uh, um? Dealings with 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 rain. So I haven't personally got to step in the ring with her, but I have seen what she does, and I'm pretty impressed. Uh, and I would like to step in the ring with her, but it just our paths haven't crossed yet. Longest so, reigning Dynamo hopefully. champ, female uh, women's champ of all time. If I'm she, not mistaken, actually she's been the only Dynamo Pro women's champion that we had. She she recently, due to uh, family and the professional commitment she's had to uh step step down so we, we dynamo pro does not currently have a women's champion we're we're, we're working on that just kind of like mmwa has done so but but she's held, she held she's been the only champion and i've seen rain victoria's first match so i mean that I, means I, you're I, old rodell <laughs> shut up My but, bad. but anyway coming coming to mmwa you're gonna you're gonna get to feel the uh historic South Broadway Athletic Club. And I know you've probably been told some stories from mm-hmm. people about it. It's been around, it's one of the longest running uh, venues. People pack in there. It, it, you're going to, you're going to be in, for, in front of at least 300, 400, 500 people on, on Saturday. What can those people, what can those people expect from you? Um, and maybe even talk about a little bit about Stormy Renee, um, about what, what, what we can expect here in St. Louis. 
Well, uh, as Renee was saying, once I step in the ring, um, it's all about the competition. So as soon as I hear that bell ring, it's like the shield goes on and I'm ready looking for that victory. So you guys can definitely expect a great competition, regardless of which of these very talented women they put me in the ring with. Um, as far as Stormy goes, I've stepped in the ring with her, lost her multiple times. So uh, you'll get a hell of a show out of her as well. So, but they're, 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 yeah. I, if you haven't, when you experience, you you'll know this whenever you whenever you've um, been there. Um, the South Broadway Athletic Club, it's kind of a different atmosphere. It, it's 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 fun. It's wrestling fans that know it, but it's also just people go there to have a good time and hang out. Um, because of because of the prices of the beer, it's like people in the Soulard area. <laughs> it's a dollar. No, hey, they, they still can't. No, two dollars now. They still can't beat Herb though, because when I went to Herb, shout out to Herb Simmons, uh, uh, the representative of the CAC. By the way, Herb, I will see you down there in a few weeks. Uh, lifelong dream bucket list. I'm going to be at Cauliflower Alley Club, guys. Uh, I think that's September 24th to 26th. If I think there's still time, hit them up. But yeah, bro, I don't think anybody beats Herb's because I, when I went to Herb, I was getting beers for a dollar. Bro, for a Mexican dude, that's like a dream. <laughs> they might you were you were in heaven. Tacos, I was, bro. I seriously was. It was incredible. But but yeah, the, the, you you'll understand it when you when you walk in there to what what that what the South Broadway Athletic Club feels like. So uh, we're we're looking forward to up here in the St. Louis area. I I, I know that. Um, so, Renee, yeah. I know you probably have a million questions that you want to ask Shiloh because well, well, I I do, and, and I don't, I didn't want to cut you off or anything like that. But here here's the thing, and and it was it was your your point, Rodell, when you're talking about uh, top challengers uh, like ladies. Uh, that we mentioned the former uh, Dynamo Pro Women's Champion Rain Victoria, but here's what I do know about Shylin. Shylin has had had more has had more matches against guys than girls. Really? So talk to yes, Shylin. Talk to us about that because I was there for the very first Saturday Slam. I got to call those. Uh, my my man Adam's mm-hmm. taking care of those nowadays. But you and it, even with your family too. I, I know your dad Dean. Shout out, much love to you, bro. Nothing but love and respect, America, baby. Um, but I have to say like your upbringing is not standard, like being in the ring predominantly with other dudes. How do you think that gives you an advantage? Cause when you're facing chicks, it's like a different, it's a different thing, but at the same time, I think that's got to work to your advantage. Talk to us a little bit about that. Um, so throughout my almost three years of training now, um, I've trained with maybe four other females over that period of time. So getting to train with just the guys, uh, I mean, you got to be stronger, you got faster, smarter. So it gives me some advantages working with the other females. Um, it's definitely been a lot of fun, though, getting to experience differently than most of the other women that you see out there. Um, and it makes me, again, more competitive because you have all these guys with big egos. You got to step your game up a few notches with them. So it's been a lot of fun, honestly. Uh, you ever feel like they take it them. easy on you? you? You ever feel like the guys take it easy on you? Or th- like, does that piss you off if they do? Oh, yes, it does. It very much <laughs> annoys me when they do that. Um, because also uh, my collegiate background, my first year of wrestling, uh, there was just me and one other female on my collegiate wrestling team. Wow. So I had no choice but to wrestle with the guys there as well. Um, so getting into the professional wrestling ring, you know, we get new guys coming for training and they're like, oh, you're a girl. I don't want to test you or do anything. 
You're like, try um, me. <laughs> exactly. Right. Right. Lay those hits in because you know you're you're not gonna you, you're you, we need to make it believable in the ring because it's like exactly. you, you don't want to come off as the bully in the ring, but then again, you don't want to like be like, Oh, I'm just taking this easy. I don't you know. You gotta make you gotta make it believable in the ring. Well, it sounds like Shailene's in there trying to yeah. earn her respect, whether it's guys or girls. I don't think it makes a difference to her. Like you, it's about earning that respect as a worker, not about a girl worker or a guy worker or whatever. I, I guess I have to ask you this question about training because mm-hmm. I know you guys do things right over at uh, the Extreme Wrestling Center. You ever taken a shot during training or a match that made you reconsider? Like, is this really what I want to do? Because I we were talking uh, to Dale a little bit earlier, our first hour guest. Uh, Dale Springs, and he said that he caught an elbow that chipped half his tooth, and then later on he caught a like one of those Malachi Black spinning heel kick gimmicks, and it didn't make things any better. Have you ever taken a, a you know kind of a big shot like that that kind of made you wonder like, am I sure this is what I want to do? I'm curious. Have you had that experience yet? I've taken a few rough hits. I uh, actually caught a punch straight to the jaw at practice the other day. Um, but Ouch. with my collegiate background and also uh, done Muay Thai and kickboxing, it doesn't really make me reconsider if there's anything I've done, but I've definitely taken some shiners. Now, did you do the, your your MMA and Muay Thai? Did you by chance do any of that with uh, John Thane over at uh, Dancing yes. Bear Martial Arts? Mm, that's where I've done all of that. Shout out to my man, John. I, you know, <laughs> I took the six-week course. Never went back. <laughs> I just, I'm too much of a. It starts with a P, ends with a Y. I I was like, nah, bro. <laughs> I'm too over the shit. I couldn't do it, man. But shout out to him, uh, and, and all the guys over there, uh, Ryan Cole, and and everybody else that has ever trained over at Dancing Bear, uh, Martial Arts. Rodell, I promise I'm gonna let you get back in here. I got I got another question oh, though. I got another question. So, um, obviously, you know, we, we're in the same city, right? You see my my Chiefs colors and all that. Um, not only are you obviously your girl, you're doing your thing, but is there like an extra level of pressure for you representing like your family and your state? Because as you continue to travel outside, and I think you're going to do quite a bit of that. You heard what I said during the introduction. I think Mm -hmm. you're well on your way as long as you stay humble and hardworking and healthy, of course. Um, but you're representing your state. So is there a, an added level of pressure when you're going from KC and now you got to wrestle in St. Louis and just off based off the fact that you're from KC, you know, they're going to give you crap. Like, you know, they're going to boo you as soon as they announce from Kansas city. Boo. So are you prepared to carry that weight on your shoulders? I definitely say I'm prepared, but I've, uh, every time I go out to Texas, I definitely get the heat from being from KC for sure. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I love my state and especially being Kansas city, my teams, I rep them all the time. I wear my chief shirts out when I go to other States, just to make other people a little upset, but yeah, hey, I, I'm always, hey, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a cheat code. You want to piss them off? Talk about their football team. Oh, never mind. Actually, ne- never mind. They don't. I'm just, sorry, Chris. Sorry, Chris. I love you, dog. You my guy. You know that. I'm sorry. See that face right there? That that's the face of sour grapes. Let's right? let's talk. Let's talk about your hockey team that that you don't have. Oh, oh. oh. Okay. We got the Mavericks. I mean, that doesn't mind. that they're, 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 aren't they like aren't they in, aren't they an independent? Isn't technically that Independence Missouri? They're, yes, they're, it is. They're, independent. They're, they're, they're where they're where AEW runs their shows. Are okay, they, all right, that? all right. Let, let okay, let's okay. <laughs> let's leave that one alone for now. All right, Rodell, I'm gonna throw it back to you, man. And any other questions, thoughts, uh. uh 
anything at all. We could talk about our our high spots topic with Shailene. It'd oh, be, yeah, be I, I'd, like, get... I'd like to get her in, her, her input because in, she's in the business, you know, and maybe, maybe, uh, I mean, obviously, you know what we've been talking about, what, what the big topic of the, of the day is, is what's been the last 48 hours in the wrestling business, the all-out oh. media scrum, after, and then afterwards, the su- subsequent altercation between Punk and Ace Steel, and you probably have met Ace Steel being out in the Kansas City area, uh, um with uh omega and uh the young bucks so what's your thought do do you think the scrum is uh being talked about more than the paper getting more attention than the pay-per-view itself oh i definitely would say it's getting more attention um i didn't actually get to watch the pay-per-view itself uh i wish i had i've seen some highlights and stuff from it but i've definitely seen more about the scrum over the (laughs) pay-per-view Right. I mean, it is, it's hard. It's hard. I mean, if you were in the position of Tony Khan, um, what would, what would you do to CM Punk and all everyone involved? Great question, Rodell. What would I do? Well, uh, I definitely think that it's not a good look for Tony Khan's business, the way that CM Punk has reacted with everything. Uh, especially talking about the EVPs, the way that he did, that doesn't look good. For AEW and itself, yeah. Considering he said um, the EVPs aren't aren't the EVPs aren't uh, aren't aren't um, shouldn't be even running a target. I think that might have been a little 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 below the belt, if you ask me. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't know. It's hilarious. Um, uh, I definitely think he should do something about it. I, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. That's it's a rough situation to be with because CM Punk being as popular as he is, but also he's talking that much crap on your business. It's kind of rough. And, and and I think this is the, this like I said. I believe I told Renee that this is kind of Tony Khan's nut up or shut up uh, time because he he's got. I know he wants mm-hmm. to be friends with everybody, but this is the time where you have to step step up and be a boss. You're, you, you, you need to lean on the guys in the, that have been around for a while, like the Tony Schiavone's and maybe even Dustin Rhodes of the world to, Hey, you know, we need to talk about these things. So that, that's just me. Sure. We'll see if it happens. I don't know. I mean, from what they said, none of the people are going to be at TV this week. They're rearranging people's schedules that weren't supposed to be on TV this week to come in and fill in. And as Renee said, really the fans lose because they don't get to see their champion. They don't get to see the new trios champions. So exactly. I mean, I, I, I mean, so do you remember your first match ever? Yes, actually. Um, I was there. Yeah. <laughs> My first match was against uh, Richard Goldman at uh, a KCXW Saturday Slam. That guy's a prick. It was about a uh, seven, five to seven minute squash match. I got my mm. butt whooped. Yeah, she did. <laughs> <laughs> now, didn't didn't you come back and have like a a submission only style match with him at one point, if I'm not mistaken? And I, and I love yeah. you, Jason, but my man was like a fish out of water. <laughs> It looked like she was speaking English and he was speaking Spanish. He had no idea what the hell hit him, bro. It's I felt the, so bad for him. It's the collegiate wrestling background. Oh, yeah. dude, she I mean, crushed she, him. Did she tie him up like a pretzel? Yeah, dude. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, yeah. A, like a Boy Scout ties a knot. <laughs> it was uh, the Shyland Catch Challenge. Uh, one of two only that we ever did. 
But, uh, yeah, it was a full shoot. So everybody that came out there was just trying their best against me. <laughs> That's a hundred percent true. So right when you when you gonna step into the ring with Shyland, are you are you are you? Uh, gonna, uh... Listen, here's the thing about me, bro. I'm a lover, not a fighter. Okay, I I, I got listen. I got I got two daughters of my own. One is uh 19, the other one is 10, and I hope that one of them, mainly the younger one, will follow maybe in Shiley's footsteps and become a professional wrestler. But as far as the night out getting into the ring, bro, I get paid to sit on the sidelines and talk trash. That's what I do well. I run my mouth, I criticize, and I make fun. And then I leave in one piece, no injuries, and I get to go home and be happy. So I, I like my position, Rodell. I don't know if that's the kind of business I need to be in. Yeah, I, 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 I guess I, I guess you want a long way to say that you're kind of a coward. So yeah, a little bit, man. I ain't trying to get my ass whipped by this girl, bro. I, 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 I'm gonna be honest. Why would I go get my ass whipped, bro? I got a credibility to keep up. You know what I'm saying? So. So here's the other question I had for you, and I am conscious of the time. Make sure everybody, um, you know, can can get ready for the following day. Uh, but for me, mm-hmm. I guess it, it comes down to kind of your origin. So if you could maybe talk to us a little bit about your family, the influence that they've had uh, uh, on you uh, before getting into the pro wrestling business, how they've supported mm-hmm. you since you've gotten into the pro wrestling business. And then I'm going to tie that in by asking you about David Catton, uh, somebody who I have a tremendous amount of respect for. David has been an outstanding person to me throughout my career. And as a matter of fact, David and Jordan were the very first ones to ever give me a chance to get behind a microphone uh, in the professional wrestling business. And now I'm trying to work my way up to MLW. I got big dreams, too, because I know Spanish and I'm fluent. So I would love to do some MLW television. I got, you know, like I said, big dreams just like you guys. But talk to us about your family. Talk to us about the XWC and talk to us about David, if you wouldn't mind. Yeah, for sure. Um, so my dad is actually the one that introduced me to wrestling. Um, I think I was about five years old when I started watching it. Um, he had it on the TV one day, and I just fell in love, and I started watching SmackDown and Raw every Monday and Friday. Uh, and then my sister's boyfriend wound up showing me uh, – it was TNA at the time. So I started watching that. And then he showed me like all Japan and New Japan, so like my he variety, made my variety of wrestling uh, much more well-rounded than just WWE. Um, but me and my dad, uh, we go to like Raw and SmackDown, AEW every time they come in town, except for this last Monday, which I wish I could have gone. But yeah, me too. I happen. missed it. Yeah. <laughs> Say our guy um, Sonny Mayo was there, so shout out to Sonny for representing the Wrestle Talk podcast last night. I had to say that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, my parents have been super supportive. Um, starting like in high school when I started doing collegiate wrestling, I actually didn't tell them that I was signing up for it until I was already <laughs> on the team. <laughs> hey, Dad! By the way, uh, <laughs> <laughs> asking but, for uh, asking he's, ask, he's super asking supportive. for. Asking for per- forgiveness is always better than asking for permission. That's that's why I was. <laughs> that's exactly. I like that one. <laughs> exactly. But, yeah, they would come to all of my meets, all of my tournaments, everything. So they were super supportive with that. Um, and then one day we went to a uh, WWE Raw when they were in town. And we came out. There was some guys passing out uh, flyers for a KCXW show. So we wound up going to that one. Um, I was like, 2019 i think and we went to like two or three of their shows that year 
and I wanted right before the pandemic, that. man. Yeah. Was that that? Was that at the Shriner Temple? Is that where that was, Shailen? Yes. That yes. was a dope venue, man. That was a dope venue. I think that's where uh, mm-hmm. Aldridge won the uh, the championship for the first time. I think that's where he he got the belt. I think it was the season of excellence championship. So. so, which by the way, I know that's up for grabs at Destiny, which I want to talk about in just a yes. second. But but I want to let you finish and, and get to David as well. Go ahead. So um, yeah. So I was going to their shows and watching them, and I fell in love with watching indie wrestling even more. And uh, I was talking to guys like the Marchman and uh, Aaron Clay, who's now Clay Huna. And they told me about XWC and said that I needed to come do a tryout. So uh, what was it? I have the date of February 26, 2020. I had my tryout for uh, XWC. Um, And then by September of that year, I had my first match. Um, And... The guys there were always amazing. Like David Catton has been such an amazing mentor. Uh, he's taught me so much in the in the ring. He's even helped me with stuff outside of the ring. Um, he's he's such a great guy. Um, amazing coach. If anybody wants to be a wrestler, I would definitely suggest going to the XWC. So, uh, and yeah, the uh, season of excellence tournament. Um, Coming up at Destiny, that is going to be great. I'm in the tournament right now, hoping that I can keep that going because I'd love to wrestle for that at Destiny. But, yeah. Well, let me ask you a question, and then we'll throw it back to Rodell, and then we'll get into the game show challenge. So there's a guy who is making a lot of waves in the pro wrestling scene, and he actually comes from the same dojo, let's call it, as you do. And his name Mm -hmm. is El Diablo. El Diablo yeah. is on fire, okay? What if it comes mm-hmm. down to you versus El Diablo for that season of excellence, or I should say the tournament of excellence championship? Are you ready to take on a guy that's as unpredictable? Because, listen, you and I were both at the last KCXW show, and a lot of guys got a lot of noise, but mm-hmm. nobody got more noise that night than El Diablo, Okay. Are you prepared for ta- to take on a guy like that? Because he's got all the momentum in the world. So I haven't actually got to wrestle El Diablo one-on-one yet. Um, and that is one of my dream matches in KCXW right now. So if I got the chance to wrestle him, especially for this big tournament being as like important as it is for KCXW, I mean, he is very unpredictable, especially with this weird handshake thing. But yeah, I think it would be a great match. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think so as well. And, and you being a, a shooter or, or more of a grappler, are are you adept to working with guys that have more of a high-flying style like El Diablo? Do you think your your style is a good counter to his style? Uh, I, I think so. Um, I know I don't throw out a lot of high-flying stuff, but uh, I have trained – with my fair share of top rope moves, so maybe I'll have to Ooh. pull something out if I wrestle him. Maybe we'll see something at MMWA <laughs> or uh, or maybe New Breed or maybe, maybe XWE, maybe something a little bit out of the uh, – wait, wait a second. Says I bet Shailen can toss him ten feet into the air. <laughs> Shout <laughs> out hey, and and listen, I'm not gonna argue with the marksman. Okay. I don't either. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not that dumb. Okay. <laughs> There's not a chance in hell. 
Road Dog, we are just a couple of moments away from moving on to the game show challenge, which is going to be a little bit of a surprise for you, Shailen, but I think you'll enjoy it. Did you have any other uh, comments or questions, brother? No, I just I just know that we're probably we're really looking forward to the MMWA Women's Title Tournament at Fight mm-hmm. for Destiny this Saturday at the South, historic South Broadway Athletic Club. Tickets and tables are still available. Um, hit them up. Hit them up there. Is a tournament kind of a different uh, a, di- a different thing to go into? I think with me not really knowing any of the females, it's definitely going to be different and being in a new area. But I think it'll be really exciting. I'm because a lot of these females are like top tier athletes, so I'm excited to see how I hold up against them. Yeah, I mean, you 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 won't you will not be disappointed by any anyone that I do not know who the mystery person is. Um, I've been work I've been trying to work my sources with MMWA. I don't necessarily work for them, but I I've got sources and I'm I'm still I'm 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 pulling out my reporter's hat. So I don't I don't I I I, I don't know. But but the ones that are already announced with Ashlyn and Maddie and uh, Riley, they're you guys they're going to steal the show. And and I will tell you that the South Broadway mm-hmm. Athletic Club. The fans they they love the feet, the women's wrestling they 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 are on their feet the entire time. But by the way, Rodell, isn't Maddie Exodus like a third generation wrestler? Yeah, that's uh Jeremy like Jeremy's uh Jeremy Lightfoot's uh, daughter. Um, yeah, and I believe her Jeremy Lightfoot's uh, ex wife was the last MMWA champion before they. I, I believe, wow. I believe, I don't quote me on that one, but yeah, that, it, it's, it, but so she comes from a long line of a, of a wrestler. So, um, you see that Shailen, we're giving you a scouting report. I mean, come on, you gotta, you gotta love <laughs> wrestle you. talk podcast for that. We got your first interview giving yeah. you a scouting report. I mean, we got you covered. You know what I mean? I love that. I well, okay. <laughs> so here, here's the other thing that we know about you as far as scouting reports. There's a lot of things that you love. You love wrestling, you love your family, you love a good band, and you also love competition. So for that mm-hmm. reason, we want to welcome you or invite you, I should say, into tonight's edition of the Wrestle Talk Podcast Game Show Challenge. And here's how it works. Yeah. You can you can accept or deny. It sounds like you're accepting. You will go <laughs> one-on-one with our very own DJ Big Sexy Chris Rodell in a little bit of a trivia challenge. Okay? Are you game? Let's do it. <laughs> oh, I love it, Road Dog. It is time, baby. It is time I, to take off. I, the I am on. A, I'm on a two match. I'm on a two match winning streak on this game. I beat. I beat Ray Leon, and uh, I can't remember who I beat. Someone Ray Leon? Are you bragging about that? Uh, Ray Leon. That's crumb. Uh, Ray, Ray Leon even had his mouthpiece or whatever you want to call him. I, I don't even know what to call no, him. Dick Richards. Dick Richards was literally in the background, like typing into Google. Luckily, we don't give you guys a whole lot of time because if it would have been up to Dick Richards, he would have cheated the whole way through. I'm sorry. I, I don't know. It's already Empire, but I know I, those guys. I only know what I see on him, and he seems like he's a, a, a slimy guy. He's maybe, a maybe Maybe not above board. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. So. I know, I know, I already played this once, but I gotta hit this one more time. Of course, of course, of course, it doesn't work. Of course, here it is, here it is, there it is. One more time. Never drew a dime, not a dime, not a dime. <laughs> I had to do that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and hit that music for tonight's edition of the Wrestle Talk Podcast Game Show Challenge.
right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's installment of the world famous Wrestle Talk Podcast Game Show Challenge. Tonight's contest is scheduled for a best two out of three falls. Tonight's contestants are the Wrestle Talk Podcast very own Big Sexy Chris Rodell versus the shooter Shylin. In a few moments, I will ask you three questions about a particular professional wrestling topic. Whenever you think you know the answer to the question, simply shout out your answer. Best two out of three falls wins. Do you both understand the rules? Oh, yeah. I got this. Yes, sir. You got that? Let's do a sample question. This past weekend on AEW's All Out, which team captured the first ever AEW Trios Championship? The Elite is correct. All right. yep. So you don't have to wait for me to finish. As soon as you know, you just shout it out and you shout it out loud. Okay. You guys good on that? Gotcha. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. So now we're going to officially get into the contest. You got a lot of supporters here tonight, by the way, Shylin. Tell each and every one of them that they need to buy a t-shirt. That's what they need to do. Y'all need to go get a t-shirt. Get a shirt, y'all. What's wrong with y'all? All right, here we go. Tonight's WrestleTalk podcast game show category is WWF slash WWE World Women's Champions. I will give you information in a matter of moments about three professional wrestlers that held either a WWF or WWE Women's Championship. When you think you know what I'm talking about, again, please just shout out your answer. The first person to win two out of three falls will win tonight's contest. Again, are you two ready? Yeah, I feel like everyone's against yeah. me in the comments. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I don't see anybody buying Chris Rodell t-shirts. I'm just going to be honest. <laughs> um, but you can get yourself a Wrestle Talk podcast mug. You know what to do. Holla at your boy. All right. Anyway, question number one. <laughs> question number one. In 2013, this WWE Hall of Famer hailing from Ontario, Toronto, Canada. Trish Stratus. Trish Stratus is correct. <laughs> Great job, Chris Rodell. Very quick on the trigger here tonight. Yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> calm down, Rodell. <laughs> calm down. We ain't done yet, baby. Question number two. This. Question number two. This 2017 WWE Hall of Famer held the WWE Women's Championship on three occasions. She is also a commentator. For NXT Beth and Phoenix. A- Beth Phoenix is correct. <laughs> Way to go, Shylin. <laughs> enough of that. Enough of that. Enough of that. No, no one wants to hear your rebel yell. That's not me, bro. That that that's the audio team. Okay, question number three. Okay, are we gonna be done with the yell yet? I mean, come on, guys. All right, question number three. This 2014 WWE Hall of Famer is a four-time women's champion. She has been a commentator for the Mae Young Classic. She's also a singer and was once a member of Team Extreme. Lita. Lita is correct, Chris Rodell. Congratulations. Wait, wait, just a minute. Uh, Apparently... Yes. Okay. Chris Rodell, congratulations. You are the winner of tonight's Wrestle Talk Podcast Game Show Challenge, sir. Congratulations. Please take a bow. 
That is not a bow, Rodell. Hit the music. <laughs> Where you go? Winner music for Chris Rodell. All I do is win, 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 no All right, Shailen, I'm so sorry you came up short. All these questions uh-huh. probably pertained to professional wrestling before you even started high school. So I'm going to talk to our officials and are you, see if are we can't you, are bring you calling into me the 21st century. Are you calling no, me old? I would, never, I would never. What are you talking about, bro? I would never do anything like that. What are you talking about? Well, here's what I can tell you. Shailen, you are welcome back anytime to get your rematch against big, sexy Chris Rodell. And I will way. say this. We'll make sure that the questions are of the 21st century. How about that? Thank you. Is that fair? Is that, I, I feel, I'm feeling like there's ageism going on here. Uh, and, and you never know. I might actually get to see her face to face this, this Saturday. I might be heading down to the Broadway athletic club. That's uh, right. I hope she won't. I hope that she won't. Awesome. I, hope, I hope, I hope she won't slap me in the face for beat, beating her. Uh, this, this past nah, week. bro. Shylin, she's not the type to slap you in the face, bro. She'll probably rip off your yeah. leg and take it home with her. That's what <laughs> <laughs> well, Shailen, Exactly, exactly. So don't <laughs> mess with her. But you are welcome back for the rematch anytime. And here's what we do at the very end of the show. Mm-hmm. We're going to give you an opportunity to basically just tell the people about anything that you have going on, your upcoming shows, social media. You want to thank somebody. This is your mm-hmm. opportunity to just let it off your chest. Go ahead. Uh, Yeah, so we've talked about it a million times already. But uh, this weekend, September 10th, MMWA out in St. Louis. Make sure you're there for that one. KCXW, my home promotion, uh, October 15th. We are holding a big show, Destiny, in the Soccer Nation, Kansas City, Kansas. Be there for that one as well. Um, and next week, I will be on the I-70 Hot Tag Podcast on oh. Monday around like 8.30, I believe. So make sure to check that out as well. Uh, make sure you subscribe to me on YouTube. Follow me on Instagram and Facebook. Just look up Shylin on all of those, and I'll shit pop up pretty quick. Um, yeah, just keep keep following me on my socials. I post all of my upcoming shows, everything I got going on. No doubt. And, and thank big you guys shout for out. having me on here. No, thank you. And big shout out to our boys at I-70 Hot Tag. Uh, by the way, no idea that Shylin was already doing your guys' show. Otherwise, <laughs> I, I would have been respectful and, and waited my turn. had no idea. So I, I apologize. But at the end of the day, we're all covering – uh, pro wrestling in the Midwest. Um, I know those guys more specifically Kansas City were, were maybe a little bit broader, but the more exposure that you guys can get, Shylin, the better because we've seen the Regal Twins, okay? We've seen Cameron Brene. We've seen others mm-hmm. be here and then go up there. And we're hoping, and again, no additional pressure on you. You're going to do your own path and you're going to do your own thing. But I think we're all hopeful that if everything works out for you, that you're going to end up in that same lineage of great Kansas City wrestlers that made it to the very, very top. I think we all believe in you. I know Chris does. And uh, and the world is going to get an opportunity to see that here in the near future. Just stay humble, stay hungry, mm-hmm. stay healthy. The three H's, right? Humble, healthy. You, you know what I mean? So. Keep doing it. We yeah. believe in you, and you always got supporters right here on the Wrestle Talk podcast. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank, thank you very much, Shailen. Hopefully, I can see you this weekend. If not, I'll be I'll be following the event uh, live. So, 
Yeah, hopefully I get to finally meet you in person. That'd be awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, the shooter, Shy Lin. Have a great night, sis. Peace. Thanks. See you guys. Adios. Rodell, Rodell, Rodell. What a, a just an absolutely classy individual, but at the same time, dangerous. And that's what I like to see. I like people that are, that are respectful and kind, but also have an edge to them. And you can tell the shooter has exactly that. Right. I mean, it, it's it's the, the, if they don't know what's coming into St. Louis for this fight for destiny, I you, that, I mean that that belt could be heading to the Kansas City area. As much as I hate to say it, better football, better barbecue, no, better wrestling. I'm no. sorry, bro. I'm sorry. You ain't gotta like it. No, I'll give you the better football thing because we don't have a football team. So, <laughs> so you win that one you. by default. I got you one more time. Well, Road Dog, that does bring us to the end of the show, man. Uh, let's go ahead and cap it off with uh, giving respect and props to our wonderful sponsors, man. Do us a favor and hit it one more time. Oh, uh, we, we, we would not be anywhere without our sponsors. Royal Mills Transportation, the CEO, Dewan Mills, Rathbun Engraving with those beautiful WrestleTalk podcast mugs. Uh, Nobleman's Barber Lounge in Casey, Missouri. Pete the Barber is who you need to ask for. Kincaid Arcade at Oak Park Mall. Everything Combat with Pat with the UFC Hall of Famer Pat Militich and the one and only Jay Hollywood. Interstate 70 Sports Media with our friend the maestro Jeremy Carp, And, of course, the always, always worldwide known, the FWWC, the best fantasy wrestling uh, group in the country. And... You said we have a new new sponsor that's not on there. We do. We have a brand new sponsor, guys. Uh, the tumblers are officially for sale. Again, $20 plus five for the custom engraving and then whatever the shipping cost is, courtesy of Little Popeye Designs right here based out of good old Kansas City, Missouri. These are all local. If you guys notice that trend with us, um, we are sponsored by all local businesses. And, and that's what we want. We want to give... Uh, the platform to the businesses that are like us, right? We're, we're blue collar, we're grassroots. And so, yeah, we could go out and get those big name sponsors. Those are all well and fine, but we prefer to stay on the side of local businesses because that's what we are. The Wrestle Talk podcast started like this. We're growing, we're getting better. The technology is improving. So we want to stay true to our roots, Rodell. Shout Absolutely. out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Little Popeye Designs. Last bit of news, CAC again, September 24th through the 26th. We will be in the house. Myself, Skywalker, Luke Roberts. The Wrestle Talk podcast will continue next week. We've got Josh Fields coming back. He was on early on in the show talking about IWE Pro. He's going to come back, give us a recap, and we're going to talk to him extensively. Road Dog, I think this was an outstanding show, bro. Give me your final thoughts. I had a great time tonight. It's always great working with you. I mean, we, we've done it. We've done it recently, but you know what? I always like working with you and holding down the fort. I, I'll hold down the fort while you guys are in CAC. Uh, I, I know you want to be definitely checking out Russell Talk Podcast Facebook page and the Twitter page because. Uh, I hear there's going to be some exclusive content that might be posted on there. There is. And I also have a little bit of breaking news. We're going to be posting stuff during CAC. Uh, but Hoss is going to be back in the mix here very soon. And courtesy of our friend Jeremy Carp, who kind of started this tradition, we do want to remind everybody as much fun as we have here on the Wrestle Talk podcast every week. We know life is real. That's why we do this. It gives us two, two and a half hours to break away from the real world and just enjoy pro wrestling man they gave us so much to talk about just from this weekend rodell i know things are going to continue to get better and better as the fall season hits us 
But for some people, this is a very difficult time as we get into the holidays. I know you celebrate your birthday. And then the day after, it's kind of like an anniversary of a really tragic thing for you. Right. Yeah. And we know how your best friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, pa- we, passed away 15 years ago on um, the day after my birthday. The day after your birthday, man. So for us, it's always important to make sure that you guys are taking care of yourselves and each other. If you need any help, guys, please dial 988, available 24-7. That's the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. You are um, not alone. Yeah, you are not alone. Reach out to us. Reach out to them. Reach out to somebody because this world is a hell of a lot better with you in it, believe it or not. Thanks again to all of our uh, incredible uh, um, uh, fans, uh, members of the Wrestle Talk family, our sponsors, of course, our two wonderful guests, uh, uh, Shailin and Dale in the first hour, and Josh, who joined us, joined us early on. Thank you guys so very much for participating on episode 410, Rodell, 410 of the WTP, baby! I still can't believe it. 410. We'll be, we'll be back with 411 next week. So we will indeed. And we'll go ahead and say goodbye with a little bit of music. Peace, y'all. Can we turn it up, guys, please? There it is. Like a soul fly, cause you can never eat a woman from an